Okay, guys. Yeah, I just want to hear a little bit of that. I, my mic was muted. I couldn't. You guys remember that song? You remember that, uh, Miss Candy? Candy. Candy, yeah. You remember that song from The Lost Boys? I, the I vampire movie? You remember that? You like it? I can't lie. I remember it. That song is so sexy, it really is. It makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Well, you know, I, I fell asleep listening to you last night. It was clinical, and I woke up, and I fell asleep, and I woke up. It was cool. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Glad, glad, I guess, my, you know, maybe not a soothing effect, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. All-purpose voice. Who? You have an all-purpose voice. Well, thank you. You do, too, actually. <laughs> There's several people okay. in there, I think, who've got great voices. Wow, don't everybody talk at once. Oh, I was on mute. Sorry. I do that time and time again. Me too. I did it a minute ago. I was talking into a muted mic. What you like that you song, mean? Marcus? You like that song? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Me too. I, I listened to Nine Inch, Nine Inch Nails since I was like in like eighth grade. Me too. Well, that, well since the, the fifth grade for me, actually. I love Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, Limp Biscuit, Nirvana, <clears throat> stuff like that. Foo Fighters. Do you know how to row the boat with Nirvana? Is that one of the insecticides or insecticides? Incesticides, I mean. <clears throat> no, it's just it's it's a really simple question. Uh, say it again. Row a boat. What? Something about what? Do you know how to row the boat with Nirvana? Uh, absolutely. Obviously. I mean. Yeah, Nirvana is a state. It's a, it's a heightened awareness and consciousness. The monks, the Buddhist uh, monks study it. Practice it. Candy, why are you not talking? Candy. Candy. Well, the reason is because it's really hard to find candy. (laughs) Candy, you better talk to us. I'm sorry, Patrick, didn't see you. You're muted. Welcome back on board, buddy. 
Yeah, thanks. I just got on, so I wasn't unmuted long. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I had to uh, ask. Hey, see if oh, you can log back into the chat, Patrick. Okay. Yeah, I will. It just may take a second because I'm, uh, okay. I'm in the downstairs part of my home. Me too. Dealing with I'm laundry. In, I'm in my own lounge back here. You know, well, I'm talking now. I'm at the lounge, and I'm in the lounge too. Yeah, I don't okay, really have much of a of a lounge because uh, I don't have any. I don't have a sofa or anything like that in my living room. It's good for it's good for music because it's the the acoustics. Cool. Yeah, that's something I'm I'm yeah. deeply fascinated by with acoustic and harmonics and stuff like that. How it affects the human psyche. Yeah, totally. they say that the biggest majority of music today it, it's uh, like laced with uh, harmonics that actually affect your psyche. The ELF and the bass and the rap music, hip hop. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was a. I can't remember what what, what country he came from, but named Alfred Tomatis, who was able to. Uh, well, I don't know if I. It would be correct to say he was able to prove, but he had a lot of theories, a lot of conditions, um, all sorts of medical conditions were caused by hearing issues. I I wish I could explain it more, but my ex-wife was into it, so she was big into uh, music for healing, kind of similar to what you're talking about. I, I believe music is very healing, the tones and the harmonics. And, but then again, you know, that harmonics and all that, that can be negatively used to affect your psyche in a negative manner. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. But we were I mean, talking can, about industrial music as German band uh, Einzer Zente Neubein. Oh, I'm butchering the pronunciation, but they have an <laughs> album. They have an album that's completely, when I say industrial. It's like just recording, a rec- like an album of drills and saws. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like nine. It's not the Nine Inch Nails, too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, um, yeah, they were like a little bit before Nine Inch Nails. So my guess is, uh, was it what's his name, Reznor, Resnick? Resner, the Trentster, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that. he. I, I I suspect I could be wrong, but they would be probably one of his influences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had some stuff that was a little listenable, but I, I really can't get how someone could actually find, you know, industrial sounds. Um, actually enjoyable believe it or not i can man hey I, I i do you know like some of that, that you know the downward spiral and all that some of them sounds man that that record basically it, it pretty much traumatized me when i first heard it i was like my god i've never heard anything like that but it's fascinating it was like it's traumatizing to hear those weird sounds and loops and the way he layers everything over and everything but it was like man that record really scared the hell out of me when i heard it it really did that that in the portrait of American Family by Manson, yeah, that really scared me. Well, no, it scared me, but it like kind of freaked me out. Yeah, I was like, wow. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, man, this is awesome. 
Sorry, California. Yeah, we're just taking a little small break, talking about some music. But as far as music, yeah, industrial, that's my love right there. I love industrial music. What was the movie that scared you? Oh, it was, it was two records by an in, in two industrial bands. One of them is Marilyn Manson and the other one's Nine Inch Oh, I do not like Marilyn Manson. He's a <laughs> I don't like anything about that weirdo. Yeah. Uh, he's a genius, man. He really is. He's the guy's a genius. Him and Trent Reznor both are geniuses. I, I wonder what he looks positive. like in real life. Does he dress like that in real life? Uh, well, actually, I mean, he's had a goatee before. He's been in movies, and uh, yeah, Manson's pretty Why much. Why does he look like a, a half woman and half freak? Well, that's the that he, he he's um, that that's his stage persona, and what that is is he, he's. Uh, Portraying the androgynous personality. Oh, know, I see. Half a met. I see. Half man, half woman. Oh, I see. Yeah. Kind of like a David Bowie, too. Oh, I love David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Well, they, Manson, I said, in numerous occasions, that's where a lot of his influence came from. And, of course, when they did that Mechanical yeah. Animals album, that record, yeah, he he did the whole the glam rock thing, yeah, and did it quite well, very well. He's a smooth yeah. cat. I did, yeah. boy. He really made such a great influence on music industry and crossovers and. Agreed. Um, yeah, agreed, Amy. You know, I believe. Time. I believe the perpetrators murdered him. No, I believe they gave him a past sure. acting cancer. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, we caught his his guitar guitar player is still around. The black guy with the long dreads and the right, uh, yeah. And his name, he's a cool dude. Oh, okay. cool dude. Yeah, I can't. I don't know who you're talking about with the terms of the guitarist, but David Bowie's guitarist. Yeah, he worked with a lot of famous people that I wouldn't even thought when I saw the documentary. Yeah, Bowie's had so many, or he had so many different people play with him. Yeah, he did that too. He just made history. And so I don't know if I missed it. I a tribute to Elton John on his third world tour. How, how did that go, that song go? Space command to Major Tom. Yeah, I love that one, Major yeah. Tom. Yeah. I love it. That's timeless. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Yeah. yeah. A lot of what you were saying is is coming true with SpaceX, and they just did a launch, I think, yesterday out of uh, California. Would you go to the moon if, if you had the opportunity to go up there and live? <laughs> yeah. Sounds crazy. I don't think I could do that. Oh, but why not? There's a lot of people from California that are um, that are offering up, you know, to do that. Young yeah. people. Yeah. How how old are you guys anyway, Patrick? How old are you? I'm 51. No way, you're not 51 years old, are you? I mean, not that that's old, but you sound much younger. You sound like you're my age. No, I'm 51. Um, oh, wow. I liked 50 a lot better. Just 
like a nice number, easy to remember. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nah. If, if I could, if if I could just just say I was fifty until I was sixty, that would make me happy. Yeah. I'm not but, worried about aging. It's just the whole. It's the number thing. I once forgot how old I was, and I went, <laughs> and it, it took a neuro, literally a neurosurgeon, to point out that I was, you know, sometime into my, in my thirties. Oh, wow. wow. And he pointed <laughs> out that uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I was saying I was younger or I was older, but because my birthday's around Christmas, the twenty eighth. It wasn't like oh. a big deal with me, and then age didn't become that big of a deal either. Um, I just say contouring draw my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. Contouring draw my trunk, you know, like a tree. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Amy? How old are you? <laughs> oh, I sound I, pretty good for 101, huh? Oh. Now you actually got a great voice, actually. You and and um, oh, no. Candy. I, I you am. Guys. I'm older than than both of you. Oh, I don't yeah. care how old you are. I really don't. I mean, you know, I I like younger I and older feel it. I, I resist like, it every step of the way, but I feel it now. Can I guess it, and you'll tell me if I guess right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't lie now. Fifty-four. Nope. Uh, fifty-eight. Mm, close. Fifty-seven. 57. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's younger too. Oh, yeah, she does. That's a good I thing. I like I like the old cartoons. Remember the old Mickey Mouse and the um. Right. And Yogi Bear and. Uh, Oggy Doggy and, and Mr. Magoo. Love Mr. Magoo. Oh, Mr. Magoo. That's how my dad actually drives. And and what's the one? <laughs> Here I come to say What was that one character that said that? I can't. Yeah, uh, that's familiar. Here I come to say that day. Or was the it Debbie? Was it Deadly Do Right or was it Super Mouse? Uh, I'm not sure. Deadly Do Right and then Penelope on the tracks. I remember that. And and Natasha and Boris. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Probably taken from the real Russian, the Cold War. (laughs) 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 They were so funny. How, how old do you think I am, Amy? And you guys? I would say you've got to be probably late 20s, early 30s. 35, yeah. Yeah, you still. Yeah. Oh, boy, would I love to be in my 30s again. I mm-hmm. would have done so much different. I would love to be 18 again. Not me. I just well, like to be in my 30s again. Yeah, in a way oh, I would. In a way I would. I can pass for eighteen. Eighteen year. If I shave, I, I, I don't usually have a beard. I don't usually have a beard, but I've kind of. I, I need to shave. Actually, cut my hair. But uh, yeah, if I shave my uh, soul patch off, not so much my sideburns because I've got mutton chops are like down to my jawline. Oh, 
No, you yeah. don't, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't oh, I love picture my, that. <laughs> I, I love my burns. None of them tell you. But, but I, are, are you an Elvis fan? <laughs> no, I mean, they're not real thick or anything, but they're just long. They're down to my jawline. And I've oh, got a old, okay. I've got a little soul patch on my chin. If I cut all that off and shave my beard, which I need to do, I easily, easily. You have a beard, too? Right now I do because I haven't shaved. I haven't been anywhere. So. I can't even picture that. I just can't even picture that. <laughs> Burns are almost connected to the soul patch, so you, it, it's almost a uh, mutton chop. Mutton chop, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but this so, be mine. So if you, if you eat, you... Uh, do you like you know save a little in your in your beard so I'm oh, you no, no, pull but... up some snacks? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it's not that thick. I mean, but it's it's a it's a five o'clock shadow thing, you know. Oh, I like five o'clock shadow. That's sexy. Yeah. Well, my burns are sexy. Yeah, I think side burns are sexy on girls and guys actually. Um, too sexy for my hat. Yeah, guess what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this the, Nashville is like Hollywood, right? Down there. Oh yeah, I mean we we've heard so many. Love going to Tennessee. You need Florida. to come see me. You should. I want to, as soon as I can get my uh, license deal straightened out after they did what they did to me, then uh, I will. Yeah, awesome. Get my tiny house, go around the the country, get everybody else to get their own tiny house, and we'll have a caravan. Yeah, well, we should do that. If we we just had the funding, we could start like a house, yeah. I I can probably use my VA for that. And uh, it's just that I got so much stuff to fix that they broke my credit, ah, bank accounts, uh, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you afford to move here, though? I mean. uh, Yeah. I don't know. Do you get snow there, though? Say again? Do you get snow? Oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit sometimes. Oh, can handle that. If it gets not much, not much though at all. I'm in too much pain. Yeah. I see it's not cold. I grew up in the cold, and I could take it before my injuries, but now my military injuries, I, I can't handle the cold when it gets like, you know, below 50, 60 degrees. I'm just in so much pain. I can't get out of bed. Oh yeah. Well, usually it, it for the most part, it, it is warm here usually. And the air quality and the scenery, I mean, it's beautiful. You can't beat oh, air quality. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll even, I mean, I've offered to help other people, you know, that want to move here because there's far less perps here. We have far less ignorant people to be manipulated and harassing others. So there's far less of that here. Oh, that's a good thing. Thank you oh, for yeah. letting yeah. me know about that. And been to more countries than I have states, so no, that's pretty sad. And I've really been planning on how I would make my exit to leave this country because I'm just so sick and tired of all this BS. Yeah, I hear you. I keep getting texts from Cynthia. Why is she texting me? She hurt me on Frank's call when I brought Eric on, you know, to be a special guest on the show. Yeah. And it was her that was perking me because she texted me. And I don't 
even bother texting her back. I wouldn't either. She's just doing that to harass you. She she friended me on Facebook. She friended me on Facebook and then turned on me, accused me of hacking her phone. And you know, yeah, she's not. She's got (laughs) issues that I I just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm prone to agree. Welcome, Western and Southern, whatever that says. Agree back on here yet? Phone numbers or just dates? Where they're calling from? It just shows this, you know, moderator, it just shows us the uh, general area that you're in. For you, it says, uh, let's see, it says, it says California. For, uh, well, let's see. Western and the area Southern. code? No, uh-uh, it don't show the area code, so. Hmm. Yeah. Marcus, did I mute you or what? Are you in Virginia, guess four? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't see it, though, because uh, I'm using the talk to you Whoa, 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 yeah, they're going to have to start that, stop that. Candy. Don't have to call Well, is that you, Amy? Did I meet you? Hey, hey, hey. That was Candy playing some... T- she playing the Tennessee music. <laughs> we don't have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun dog. of Tennesseans either. That's my wife, my girlfriend, my job. <laughs> exactly. Hey, me, myself, I don't like country music. I like... I like some country music, but it not not as much as most people do where I live, you know, in Tennessee. Oh, wow. I like That's Brooks amazing. and Dunn. I do love Brooks and Dunn. Some of Travis Did you Richardson. watch the Emmy? Alabama and Dwight Yoakam. It's about the only country music. Yeah, oh, I did you know watch it. Alabama? Yes, Alabama, right. Yeah, I like Alabama. Yeah, I, I like them, too. I like Johnny Willie. I like the Georgia, oh, yeah, Georgia yeah. line. Yeah. Um, they were on. Um, let's see who else. Um, oh, yeah. Bellarini. What's her name? Kelsey Bellarini. So you watched um, it all, though. So I seen Carrie Underwood on there. I was like, oh, my God. I and know, that, right? She's so that, good. Well, you guys realize that uh, Carrie Underwood has came out and exposed organized stalking, right? Well, she didn't really expose no, it. No, I she, didn't know that. Yeah, she was on a rodeo program a couple years ago, and uh, somebody asked her about her Twitter, and they were like, uh, well, Miss Underwood, do you do Twitter? And she she was like, no, I really don't do Twitter. It's like, you know, or Facebook or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. she said it's too much like organized stalking. You know, you get on there and post yeah. You're going to the mall, and then everybody knows where you're at, so they can track you and follow you. Yeah, I've got the recording. Oh, all the intel agencies, especially they say they love that. That's where they get all their information. That's a treasure trove for them to purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, that song "Fighter" that Carrie Underwood did with Keith Urban. I love that. Which one, "Fighter"? Fighter, what if I did? You know, uh, it's um. Oh, you they, can they, sing too. I, believe it or not, I can, and people tell me I can't sing. Mm-hmm. But 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I've had several bands, and I'm looking to start a new one, actually. But the thing about it is, though, their energy on stage during that song is just unbelievable. How they're, like, going back and forth and, like, rubbing into each other. Their energy is great song, great energy, yeah. What was the other group that I liked? Um, um, Lady Antebellum. Um, um, Little Big Town. Oh, God, don't even, Mamie, don't even get me started on Karen. That, that, oh, my God. Who? Mm-mm-mm. Karen Fairchild. Oh, my God, we were talking about her last night. That God, that woman is so hot. Who? Karen Fairchild, the one of the singers of the female, the the the, the, the brunette chick in the uh, uh, the little, little big, big town. town. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah her. Mhm. Hmm. She is beautiful. My God. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about her yesterday morning. I was like, don't even get me started. I don't care. Well, a lot of come from. From your area, right? Oh yeah. Well, there's been so many stars that we we produced here in, in Nashville and everything. But a lot of most of the big country music got their deal. Most of the stars got their start in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I, Toby, do you know, what about Toby? What? Say say again, Candy. Toby Keith. Toby, oh yeah. Yeah, Tom yeah. Keith. My dad likes oh, him. Oh, that's the biggest yeah. touch on him. Boy, he was big right, in 2004. He was touring with the the military um, over in Iraq and Afghanistan. Boy, he was a pro football player. I'm like, man, that is some awesome guy. He he could um, you know, he could carry a tune and he could play ball too. I, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I seriously can't. You probably could if you tried it. I'll tell you, you know, real. No. real Real I start seeing music. my dog starts to look at me like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll listen right to my radio. She'll be like glued on top of my little boombox. She loves it. <laughs> my radio. Yeah. She's like me. I can't sleep without it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you, that the best country music, nobody does it like Dwight Yoke. And that guy, has got he's so smooth. I'm a thousand miles from nowhere. I'm a thousand miles. Oh, yeah, it's that one. Oh, Suspicious Minds. Streets, streets of Bakersfield. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, but you don't like me. So you care less how I feel. How many of you sit and judge me? Well, I, I was just dragging out. A lot of those artists <laughs> He has enough of a look on his face. He knows from pain. You can tell some of those country music fans know it. Who? Which one? A lot of them. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Hank Williams Jr. and Sr., Patsy Cline. I mean, the old school mm-hmm. people. Like, oh, really, they really Klein. know from some pain because they all took the drink. Yeah. And they were probably, yeah, they were probably all perked out. Mm-hmm. All of them. I would suspect to make it to the big time, they had to be controlled. But they well, think about Elvis. He was in the military. They didn't want him to have that kind of power, so they put him in the military. He was so depressed after that. He's never the same. Well, Mississippi woman, Mississippi man, we'll get together every time we can. Mm-hmm. 
Mississippi mm-hmm. River can get, keep us apart. There's too much love in this Louisiana heart. Louisiana heart, man. I love it all. I I I grew up with you know when you listen to the radio, you listen to the top forty. So you'd be like fifteen minutes of country, fifteen minutes of like rock. It, it was a combination. So you you didn't really you know differentiate. You grew to love it all. That's what I did anyway. Yeah, and I love that it's becoming. Like Christian music is is becoming secular and relatable, and country music is crossing over to pop and rock and R and B. I, I love that you know there's that just that diversity. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there's good in all of it, really. I mean, and you know, isn't that one of the few things that keeps us around? I mean, they tell their real life. You know, I love that storytelling. The, well, the slaves, a lot of slaves, a lot of black people tell you that they, yeah, I've talked to many that say, I don't think we would have made it had we not had music, had we not started singing. I know, right? Agree. Yeah. I bet the Christmases are beautiful in Tennessee. Yeah? A Tennessee Christmas. Yeah, I would love to be in Tennessee for Christmas. That's right up my alley now, yeah. Well, where's Dollywood? What state is that in? How did you know about that, Amy? You're a Cali girl, and you know about Dollywood and Dolly Park. I grew up in Michigan. I'm not a Cali girl. I have been living in California, but I'm born and raised in Michigan. Well, you're in Cali now, right, though? That's what it says in your college. Yeah, but I'm still a Midwestern girl at heart, even though all these other crazy people act all crazy. I'm still that simple Midwestern girl. There you go. Well, the guy. My dad brought to Johnny Cash, Freddie Fender, Charlie Pride. Boy, Charlie Pride's still alive and looks good. I can't believe it. Um, who else? She loved. Um, Dwight Yoakam did did um duos with what's his name, Buck Owens. She loved Buck Owens. Oh. Yeah. Um, well. Absolutely. Um, we wouldn't have country music. Yeah, those old school people. If we didn't have those bluegrass old school, you know, honestly, there would be no such thing as country music. Well, and, but you said you don't really like it too much. Rock, I don't know where rock really came from. I, you know what? I mean, it's all, all the roots of music came from, theoretically, Africa and, and beats, heavy beats. How do you get to country? How do you get to rock? Well, through Elvis and the Beatles, you know, you got the Beatles. Uh, he was amazing. He could do anything, couldn't he? He could sing a gospel song, he could yeah. sing a country song, yeah. anything. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. a little bit of all of it. Amy, you asked about Dollywood. Well, that that is about, I think it's like an hour away from me. Maybe, I may not think of Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, I guess where I do too. Um yeah, that that's uh, actually a major tourist attraction down there at Gatlinburg, and it's it's located in Sevierville, Tennessee. Actually, guess four even knew where it was at. You guys are <laughs> it's a small world after all. I can yeah. I still can't believe that she was able to lose all that weight and keep it off. I don't know how she does it. Because and, she's and rich. Still <laughs> be married and look good. You know uh, all those. Years, oh, she was heavier back then. 
and she'd been married to the same guy for all those years. I mean that, and then she has such a upbeat, positive personality growing up, you know, through hard times. So, um, just she's an amazing woman. Oh yeah, well, they say you know she used to be very like dirt poor, and her mama would mm-hmm. send her to school with rags on. And now look how much money she's got. Well, I grew up dirt poor. I get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, uh, okay with that. I just never I'm got into Hollywood. I I uh-huh. think Dollywood uh, is for my older people. I mean, they've got a mm-hmm. bunch of rides and stuff there if you want to go there, but. Uh, I never got into Dollywood that much. I, it kind of bored me. I like. I like to see Elvis's um, place. Oh yeah, Memphis Graceland. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why Lisa isn't singing anymore. She was really getting good. I don't know. Oh man, Lisa! Don't even get me started on her either. She's another beautiful girl. My God. She really is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great Smoky Mountains, that's it, guess where, that's that's my homeland, yep, right here in Appalachian <laughs> Mountains, yep. <laughs> People ask me, like, at Locust Ridge, yep, Jolene, yep, Dolly Parton, Surreal Rural, yep. Great place to spend Christmas, boy. Thanksgiving and Christmas would be just awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you should come around Christmas, yeah, well, I might just do that if I can get this deal with um license, um, get that squared away and um, Well you could fly out. I mean, that'd be a lot quicker. That drive I that's what I was telling I Chloe. That's gonna I'm, just, I'm not gonna do that without a rent a car and to do the to do that I need yeah. to uh, straighten right. out this, this criminal criminal activity that they they committed against me and make sure they go to prison. Well, I mean, I, at, at this point, Ty, I don't even think it's even safe for anybody to step foot on a plane. So, with this technology able to knock planes out of the sky, this remote neural monitoring, all that, it's not even safe, really. Unless you, well, a lot you know, of these engines are dropping off the aircraft left and right, like exactly. Southwest. Which had that. Exactly, and who do you think did that Southwest down that Southwest Airlines? The perpetrators. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the numbers on that plane even had significance to my local targeting here, so it's obvious. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if people just listen, I mean, my, these Air Force perps are behind most all of this, this false flagging, mm-hmm. uh, the murder, and, and all of it, yeah. The original Stasi's. Exactly. I, th- I think they've. I think they've even murdered one of my my good female friends. My, I think they. Are they you serious? Her, her Are you her to do it. When did that happen? Oh, it's been. Let's see. About a. I'd say about a month ago. Maybe a month. Not. Only maybe a not. month ago. Yeah. Yeah. What I told happened? Oh, she supposedly hung herself with a damn dog leash. I'm not buying that shit for one minute. I, as a matter of fact, I just spoke with her on the phone a couple of weeks ago before this supposedly happened, and she was in she was in no place to where she would ever do anything to take her own life. She was so happy. She had just gotten out of jail. She had gotten back with her girlfriend. Uh, no way. I never. I don't think so. Did anyone bother to um, 
to do an, uh, another autopsy, investigate it more. That that that's the thing. Now I wish I could get some info on the people that from the people that did the autopsy and all that from our sheriff's department here. So, but then again, you know, I can't just come right out and say, well, hey, and explain all of this to these non-targeted people trying to explain all that. No, you know, I've been being harassed for years. years by these son of a bitches, you know, they're murdering people, and I think yeah. they murdered my friend, you know, nobody would, they they'd probably just think, oh, whatever, I'm not buying that, so I just tell the people who, who knows it's real, and to the people I who matter. I with Connie, because she's still not giving up on Elvira that died in Florida, and Elvira said, if anything happened to me, it won't be at my, exactly, um, and I'll so tell you, you, you guys, you, it, if you guys want to do it, you should be going back through some of our show archives. We've got archives dating back to 2012. This is mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. That's seven years of archives. So we've been doing this since early, late 2011, early 2012. So. Wow. Yeah, that's when it really hit the fan for me. But, of course, I don't have time to go back through all the archives. You know, I'm usually always working on something during the day. Testing something. Yeah, your hands are full. Exactly, yeah. Um, well, you need to schedule time for sleep. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I need to start getting in bed earlier. I need to get my alcohol out and start drinking it right now. As a matter of fact, it's sitting in there in the refrigerator. So. Well, I had yeah. my first one today, and I haven't had it in <laughs> years because I was what? so pissed off today. What did you drink? Um, I had a... Um, mini, one of those little mini champagne things. Oh, cooked, yeah. Cooked champagne. And yeah. then I had a uh, Malibu, whatever it's called, with coconut, like a peanut flour, a little in a little can. And boy, I was toasted just on those two. I, just, <laughs> I was yeah. buzzed. And I haven't yeah. done that for years. Oh, man, I'd like to see you. If you drank this, this my, I what so I drank. I was so today. Who? Had to calm down. I was just so agitated today. And just yeah. Had to calm down. <sighs> well, I'd like to see you drink this forty-ounce bottle of beer in here in these mm-hmm. three No, I'm not. A, <laughs> not, not a beer wall. fan. Not <laughs> a beer fan. I like cider, hard cider, and um, like um, Angry Orchard, um, and some others. I like um. Wine occasionally, but yeah, I can go for the cheap champagne and the, you know, the um, the what do you call it, the hard cider. But I never like beer. Yeah. You know, when I did socially growing up, I drink beer just because it was there and we were hanging around the fire and, you know, just after skiing oh, or yeah. whatever. I don't necessarily like the taste. Actually, I don't like the taste of beer, but after you oh. get a couple of glasses in you and you start to feel that head change, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. It's like it knocks the edge off. It, it, you can feel mm-hmm. the edge just like gradually faint, fading away. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, I've always said people don't drink for the taste of it. You drink to get drunk, to get wasted. I don't. I don't drink to get drunk. Um, I, I I always just like to drink to get buzzed, but 
not to get drunk. I like to be kind of aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like to call it a good alcohol head, right? I don't I don't like to call it buzz because I think the perpetrators discredit us with that. Oh, you guys are buzzed out. Mm-hmm. I just say a good alcohol head to change, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to like to put beer and um and Bloody Mary together. She liked um tomato juice in her beer. I thought that was gross. Wow. I don't know, I guess but I I, I think it's possible. When I used to bartend in Wisconsin we'd take um a thing of beer and I'd put a shot glass inside and I can't remember what was in the shot glass. Dump it in the glass of beer. A date rape drug? <laughs> no, nothing like that. No, it was a shot of something inside the beer. Oh, okay. Jameson whiskey oh. in Guinness. Mm. Wow, man. You're talking some hard rock gut liquor there, aren't you, Pat? <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, that's what Amy was talking about. Oh, man. I, yeah. I, I'm having trouble understanding I'm Amy. Right. She sounds muffled for some reason. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm it's just, okay. I got the phone just, um, just really, really tired. When when I'm kind of bummed out and down, my my dog feels it too. So I just kind of been just uh, trying to get my mind up. You know what I was talking about and doing earlier with all this stuff, helping Tyler and not even helping myself, and I put everybody first and me last. And I can't just keep doing that anymore. Yeah, I tell you what, you you want to drink something strong, you get you a bottle of Everclear. I mean, you can run a car off of that friggin' stuff. <laughs> you can light it on fire. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the stuff that we get when I went over to Korea. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like that. It was, yeah. It was oh, man, clear. yeah. Yeah. It was strong. Whew. You, you don't want to drink too much of that stuff. I actually hallucinated on that stuff. And anybody that tells you that alcohol can't make you hallucinate, they're, drunk, they're wrong. I seen wow. a red dot on my friend's uh, uh, shoulder. We was down here at the, you know, down here at the park, and yeah, I, I seen a light on his uh, shoulder. It looked like somebody had a laser scope trained on him. Oh, wow. I mean, I was have you, like, have you had any of the absinthe? No, but I want to, Patrick. I want to try that. Wormwood. Yeah, I yeah. was living with a woman who had gone to school for uh, brewers, but she also made her own absinthe. Wow. You know, I've asked, I've went into liquor stores and asked if they care. They said, no, absinthe is illegal here because it's got this psychoactive psychoactive compound, I believe, and it will make you hallucinate. It really will. Wow. Yeah, it has the that the the bitter um, wormwood. Yep. One of the main ingredients. What's wormwood? It's a psychoactive uh, compound. I believe it's what they call it, right, Patrick? Psychoactive. Uh... I I I saw this movie called Wormwood. About oh. these creatures. 
turns out there's a real wormwood up in um, Washington State where the government was doing all these, the military was doing all these weird experiments with, um, you know, making these gigantic, um, I mean, praying men just kind of looking all kinds of weird, you know, genetically modified hybrids um, that were, you know, huge and killing people. Half octopus, half, uh, you know, bug. Big, big, big. Right. Well, yeah, the uh, the wormwood that was that has been on Netflix. It was a mini series about the CIA scientist uh, oh, Frank yeah? Olson. That was one of the things I was writing about. Wow, that's so fascinating. Yeah, so it, it's taken his son, yeah. most of his son's life to basically establish the truth that his dad was murdered. So um, I backed off the the script altogether when I started getting the conspicuous surveillance in Colorado, hoping really? that that would... <laughs> yeah, so Is I, one I, more I, in you know, Colorado or Washington? Damn it. Uh, it was, yeah, I was... The Broomfield, Colorado police started showing up daily, well, at least during the week, for about a month. they just park outside my condo and drive off if I tried to. So, so what were they, what was going on at Wormwood? What were they doing? Well, oh. it, it, when, it, when, when Van Gogh, you know, the artist, I he, he drank that portal. stuff and he cut his ear off because he was hallucinating on that stuff. Wormwood and absinthe. The famous yeah. artist, Van Gogh, yeah, he cut his ear off because of that stuff. So I'm I'm wow. kind of hesitant to try it. I'm going to go There's with something the... something coming out about um, Picasso that there was, like, um, during the Hitler <sighs> reign, there was some kind of secret codes put in his painting or something. Right, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm hesitant to try to absinthe, so I think I'm going to go with the Mansinth, which is, of course, that's Marilyn Manson's the uh, the rock star's own brand of it. He made his own brand of it. He liked it so much. Mm. Yep, I'm oh. going to try some of that. They say it's great. Oh, I think I want to hallucinate. <laughs> Help me out. Yeah, you don't have to. You, you won't hallucinate if you just drink a little bit, but it can have a completely different reaction than other alcohols because of the wormwood. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a theory yeah. that the the artist uh, Gauguin Water? may have actually sliced off Van Gogh's ear. Um, uh, huh. I've never heard that, see. but... Mark. Yeah. Um, Absinthe is a spirit. It's actually, it's not a liquor, it's a spirit. They call it a spirit. Yeah, well, they're kind of the same thing, just different names. Yeah. I, you know, I want to try to try to avoid drinking hard liquor as much as possible because I do, do, I do not want to become an alcoholic, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I have Yeah, because my mom being one, I, none of us, might end up like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I 
I must drink it in order to sleep or else I get electronically assaulted. I, I used technology. to do that when I was on active duty. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, I, I mean, I would... I wouldn't want to be drunk and wasted 24-7, you know. I mean, I I just don't want to live like that. I know. I went through it, seeing my mom do that. I just never want it. Yeah. Like that, because it it does give you Alzheimer's and dementia later on in life. It really does. Well, I don't know about that, but I I do know that I've... um, you know, I've always wondered if whether or not alcohol does away with brain cells, but uh, nah, it actually it doesn't. That's a myth. It does not burn brain cells. Oh. You can research it online. Yeah, it's a myth. Apparently, it's a myth. And, and the same thing with marijuana. And I don't want to get the marijuana discussion started up again because it, it, the perps discredited us with that. So, but probably the other hard drugs that would. Yeah. I don't use hard drugs, you know, and so I made yeah, that clear. No, I mean, I posted that on my blog. I made it clear on my blog. I mean, if anything happens to me, it, forceful perps did it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. protecting myself, you know, so. Yeah. That's smart. Well, actually, guess five. No, drinking has the opposite effect of making me lazy. It actually peps me up. I mean, that's probably why I'm really? so... Not why. Yeah, it does. It's, it, beer is full of B vitamins, and and I think that's why I'm so stimulated during the day after I've drank all night. It highly stimulates me. Yeah, B vitamins, that's your brain food. That will make you think quicker. It will make you quick-witted. Hmm. Lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, there was a secret visit to um to North Korea. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, what I think it is with that, you notice how that they they I just seen on TV where they was pairing up like Pompeo and uh, and the North Korea. I think they're planning on murdering him. These forceful perps and trying to link it to Central uh-huh. Intelligence. I think that's what they're doing with that. Because, of course, Pompeo is the director of Central Intel now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, I probably wouldn't care if they did murder someone like him, but, you know, when they start doing that to your good friends and everything, that's, uh, these people need to be stopped and they need to be dealt harshest line of punishment, punitive damages and punishment that allowed by law. Hmm. Yeah. These people need to be taken off the street. It's not safe for anybody on this planet to be walking the streets with these people on the streets. So, yeah, it's true. So what do you do for fun in Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Well... To be real, well, to be honestly, there's nothing to do here. I mean, I I don't have anything to do, and there's nothing to do here, but just sit on these conference calls and talk. I mean, you can go out. I live in a small town, but you can go out and go to Walmart, go to the mall, et cetera, with the well, teeny poppers. Parks? Is there beaches? Oh no, parks? not in Tennessee. Biking? No. No. 
Beautiful mountains. Beautiful mountains, yes, you're right, Patrick. Yeah, it is beautiful here. We're at a very, very, very steep elevation. I mean, it, when, when I travel and we go, like, to Georgia or something, I've been to Georgia so many times, in Myrtle Beach, I mean, when you're going across those mountains, your ears literally pop from the elevation. It's where you're at, such mm-hmm. a steep elevation, yeah. Yeah, Tyler was saying how bad he got perked at Myrtle Beach. Oh, man, I love Myrtle Beach now, but I tell you what, I with all this technology and remote neural monitoring and neural influence, and I, I tell you what, I'm hesitant to even step foot in ocean anymore over a damn shark. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. Shark, sharks got a brain, right? Just like a human's got a brain. If a human can be uh, remotely influenced, you don't think that a shark couldn't? And it would yeah. be a perfect way You're of right. assassinating. It would be yeah. a perfect way of these perps to assassinate somebody and make it look like natural cop. Sure. This is how they think. Exactly. Yep. See a yeah, damn shark. Yeah. On it. Remember that? You remember back where Michael Phelps was going to race the shark? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it was a mechanical shark. I knew it. Not a real shark. Well, they did like that the one with that jaws too. Die. It was a mechanical shark that they used in the Jaws movie, too. Yeah, I didn't know that then, but I know that now. Well, that movie enough, you know, that that movie's enough alone to scare the hell out of anybody to keep people out of the water, you know? Yeah, the first one was a classic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really the only one in my my book. (laughs) It was one of the first scary movies I was allowed to see, so... That scene scene where they're on the boat, Patrick, and like, what's that guy's name, Roger, what something? He's like the main character, and he like, that shark pops up out of the water, he turns around real quick, and his eyes are real, (laughs) that's priceless right there, was some great acting. Is it Sheriff Brody? It's Brody, yeah, I don't know where I got Roger from. And then, um, was it Clint? The, the the pirate shark hunter, right? Yeah, yeah. His character was based on a real life. Uh, was it really? And, yeah, I can't remember all the specifics. And then Richard Dreyfus, the young years. Yeah, that, that's my fun. cousin. Guess five. Huggy Bear Lisa. That's my cousin. We just found out we're kin. Yeah, yeah. We, is that you, Huggy? Guess five. You guys know that that we're cousins. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like some degrees separated, or oh no, like like really fairly close. I mean, she's on my mom's side of the family. She's connected into the Roberts, which is my mother's wow original name. So yeah, she's family. got a lot of family. Yeah, definitely. She's you hamperheads now. Don't think so. Guess five. Your family wasn't Catholic, was it? <laughs> no, uh-uh. No. I was just thinking the... So, but your extended family's pretty large. Apparently so, yeah. I mean, I've got... Well, there, I've got family from here to California and up north, uh, Ohio, California, all over. Hillbillies, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> hey, hey, that's a stereotype. Hey, 
Hey, most people in Tennessee do not run around barefoot playing banchers. <laughs> it's a stereotype. Yeah, you, you got to watch Southern people there. I mean, we, you know, it's great with the Southern hospitality, but if you cross somebody from the South, they will get you. The South can be very mean, very vindictive. I've learned that. Yeah, I've worked with many from from that area of the United States, and yep, you're right. Don't Amy, I, I, I'm struggling to hear you, honey. I can't hear you. You're, you're oh, enough. I'm sorry. Don't mess with them, and don't mess with their family and friends. That's yeah. right. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a good way to get shotgunned down here real shotgun. quick. Yeah, this is or an AR-15, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not responsible for my actions. I have a right to stand my ground and bear arms. That's right. Another thing they're trying to take from us. But, well, I just found out that, that most of Texas was formed from Tennessee. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That Oh, no, hell no, guess five. There will be no deliverance up in here in Tennessee. Hell no. No squealing like a pig. No, none of that. Uh-uh. Is that where they make the um, moonshine up there in Tennessee? Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, there's a lot of illegal steals here operating, but the sheriff's, if the sheriff's department don't get them, they, they go after that. I love watching that. The, the, yeah, my cousin was telling me the other day, he's like, I'm going to start me a damn moonshine stein, or whatever you call it, a stein or whatever. Why not? They started it um, with the Italians way back in the uh, what, the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, so um, I don't see anything wrong with that. It's no different than growing pot. Laughing this deliverance comment, but guess five that's hilarious. That movie is so funny. I won't even go in, I won't be descriptive about <laughs> what happens in that movie. But uh, oh god, it's got Burt Reynolds in it. Burt Lin- Reynolds is hilarious. My god, that guy's so funny. He don't even have, I can just look at him and about piss my pants. It's so, so funny you mentioned that Will Farrell um, just uh, flipped his uh, this big giant uh, long SUV nearby here up the highway, and he's more worried about the other people um, being hurt than his own self. Yeah, you would love it here, Amy. I guarantee it. You were Missouri, Chloe, anybody. Chloe won't come though. She's she says she can't. So yeah, you would. You'd love it here. <laughs> I'd help you find a house. I mean, you know, I was gonna help Cece too. Cece was thinking about moving down here, Cecilia. But I'd, I'd be happy to. I'll help you. If you're serious about it, so I think Missouri's just jerking me around. She's playing games with me, but I mean, if you want to, I don't think she seriously wants to come. But maybe she does. I don't know if she does or not. 
I'll just enjoy the company, you know. Yeah. What does he have his rent there? You know, I don't know because I live with uh, two family members. But, oh, you know, right. they, and I've always, like, they're usually always, they're always asleep during the night, and I have the house to myself, the downstairs and everything. I just sit back here and talk to you guys and oh. drink and watch movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cecilia, you guess for Yeah, she was going to move. I think she was thinking about it. She's, she's wanting to move, too. I tell you guys, as far as, there, there is much, much less perps here. So if you guys want to move somewhere now, here's here's the place to go to come. Yeah, there's just not that many. There's a few. I, I think two of my cousins are actually being targeted also, but they don't know it. One of them does, but... Well, I guess I guess say good night because I'm getting sleepy. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess guess Fortis said, "What are you going to do with all these women once they get there?" <laughs> then they put trouble. <laughs> Watch out! We might go all menopause on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Guess we're, we'll we'll keep that to ourselves. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I knew the Linville Gorge extremely well. Yeah. 
like I said, that I haven't d- done a lot of caving, but one of my favorite caves is there in Tennessee in this Elizabethton or whatever, Worley's Cave. Right. Yeah. We used to go in, we'd have to get permission from the owner, and no one was going in uh, legally. You know, it was trespassing, and he would meet them with a gun on their way out. Um, but it's turned into somewhat of a tourist trap, I think, So, I, which is going to ruin the cave. But Yeah, well, I tell you what you, you would enjoy, Patrick, is the Bristol Caverns. That place is beautiful. Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like being in a dimension of heaven or something with all the, you know you go down in that deep cave and there's like all that water's dripping and there's like it, it, there's so many colors in it when I seen it it's it was unbelievable it's like a piece of heaven uh, very utopia like I would like to go back there actually. <laughs> be hunting for mushrooms. <laughs> well, you'd have to go to the, pal, the cow patty. I've never tried those things, and I don't want to. I've heard, heard some very bad stories, people tripping bad on them things. <sighs> I don't think I'd want to try any of those. I, I'm not comfortable ingesting something that's grown on cow shit anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call yeah, dung-loving... Philocebe. Yeah. <laughs> Dung loving. God yeah, that's the, Well, it's not the Latin, you know, correct term. Yeah, that's the Philocebe. Psilocybin. Which, yeah. which the Nazis actually were investigating before um, MKUltra. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess Pi was did not mean shroom. She meant like omelets and recipes for uh, 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 my God. <laughs> Mushrooms for omelets and recipes. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's a big difference. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Go ahead. You said something about NSDAP. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. You, you were saying something about the NSDAP, the Nazis. Oh, just that different substance, substances like, uh, like scopolamine, the masculine as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah masculine, yeah. So they were conducting studies early on. One of the things I haven't been able to keep over the years, and so I... Uh, Probably should just let it go, but after I got rid of all my research, um, all the you know, which was stacks of actual papers and then stuff online, um, from time to time I'd go back and try to find a list of all the substances, you know, from credible sources that that were being tested here and during uh, MK Ultra because. LSD was just the tip of the iceberg. Right, yeah. They were testing all kinds. What they were trying to do was trying to figure out how they could make a more efficient murderer with, uh, with while you're in an altered conscious state of mind. 
I believe is what they were trying to do. Well, yeah, that that was a large part of their sort of hidden agenda. On paper, they were saying that it, you know that it was all about interrogation, how to effectively interrogate. Holy shit! Did they did, did they go in a lot of different directions with that directive? Yeah, they did. Yeah, a lot of it was, you know, well, the thing about it is, I mean, you take an assassin and you pump them up, or not even an assassin, not somebody that's been trained to murder other people, but you take an average person and you put them on some kind of very sophisticated top secret or you classified drug that the government's produced in order to make a more efficient murderer, you got yourself a very dangerous person when they're on them dr- drugged up assassin. That's bad news. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's horrific, actually, to give someone, you know, any sort of psychedelic or any sort of highly potent substance without the person's knowledge. Exactly. Well, I'm talking more of drugs that that boost up the immune system, like PCP and stuff like that, crack. I mean, people don't know that stuff. They're like a machine, especially PCP. Boy, I tell you, man, that stuff, Wow. Yeah, that was big in the early '80s around Maryland and um, the D.C. area. They used to they used to call it Love Boat, or laced with uh, PCP, uh, formaldehyde, all sorts of horrible stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, people were not um, not at all predictable on that one. That was one of the scarier. Um, substances that I ever, you know, encountered people on that was uh, really scary to see. Yeah. I guess whatever floats it, you know, whatever floats it is 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 fine with me. You know, that it's the whole the whole line of until someone actually crosses a line and hurts someone else, then adult consensual behavior should you know without victims should be legal and i think that's where our country got way off track you know with the war on drugs and we just we uh began to try to control behavior you know and if there are no victims um with the that, uh, war on drugs i mean anybody's got it an ounce of common sense in their head knows that the war on drugs is a total fraud by the government. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The sentencing differences between, like, crack and cocaine, knowing that, you know, crack was, going, you know, more prominent in uh, black communities because that's where it seemed to be flooding in the most. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah it it uh I, yeah I know it, it 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 can affect the sort of public perception perception of the calls but a lot of it is really relevant given MK Ultra and I was right. talk, yeah I was on Ella's call I was writing about a particular anti-malarial. Um, that's been used because they they accidentally found out that it caused uh, 
psychosis and violence, uh, at least a few, maybe three, or maybe I should say at least two. Um, I think they were Green Berets. They were definitely special ops, killed their wives. Um, and then it was they were able to trace it back that they were given uh, this anti-malarial mefloquine um, because they they had been in areas with with malaria and it could you know could uh, could be taken before uh, to prevent and and during um, but after the DoD found out that it was causing you know weak and months of psychosis, we uh, we started giving it to you know the detainees in Guantanamo as soon as they hit the uh, hit the pavement. Um, but it's one drug that that uh, you know there are a lot of drugs that can create psychotic states, but mefloquine can can do it for weeks, months. Maybe even for the rest of someone's life, if they if they get enough in them. Um, you know what? I, I believe that they that's what they something like that is what they had John Holmes, the supposed Batman false flag shooter. I think they gave him. They had that poor guy drugged up so much, so so high that he didn't even realize that he was being sentenced. They were framing, setting him up. That's just yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I, his demeanor, his his that stare in the courtroom mm-hmm. was, was absolutely just ain't right at all. I mean, something was seriously wrong. And I mean, I tried to eyes, stick, yeah, exactly. That's the eyes, man. It's just that Fort. The, it's just like the Fort Hood shooter, which was another false flag ran by these forceful perps. But you just look at that guy's eyes, man. He's like, whoa, he can stare a hole through you. It's like, wow, them eyes, man. That guy's under heavily mind control. You could tell it by looking at him. He's out of his mind. Yeah, I generally try to, like, stick to the, the, you know, the documents that have been released about different projects and stuff like that. But um, that doesn't mean that I'm not um, also entertaining the possibility of full-out mind control. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's simple formula, really. I mean, you take you take uh, uh, neural influencing from this remote neural monitoring technology, and you combine that with uh, motor control. And I know for a fact, I'm walking, talking, living, living testimony uh, that this technology can motor control. It can. It, it's made my fingers to track. It's caused my arm to jerk. That's motor control, my friends. That's a very dangerous combination. And I think that's how they're accomplishing a lot of this, these forceful perks. That's not fair. They can't do that to you. Yeah, oh, but it can, Marcus. You better believe it, my friend. Yeah, it's not right or ethical, but, yeah, I get the I get the slight jerks in my arms. And, yeah. You know, about maybe like a half an inch. It's it's it it feels really similar to as if someone were using like a reflex hammer on yeah. my on my knee or my hand you know just just sort of jerk. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way of uh, describing it. Yeah, we'll just think, guys. A lot of them officers that 
you know, over the last past couple, there's been so many law enforcement shootings of unarmed people and everything. I think that they did, in fact, use that on that one police officer that just shot that guy in the back. You know, for no reason. He took off running and he pulled his gun out and shot him in the back. You remember that, Patrick? Yeah, well, I think, like, you, you know, that, I, fairly recently, uh, there was not one. What? Right, yeah. That, the, no, the person filmed it on a cell phone, the shooting. Yeah, that cop just got out of his car and he shot that black guy in the back. He's unarmed. It's executed. Hey, yeah, point blank, not point blank, but. Yeah, I believe that was uh, this. I believe that was uh, a result of motor control by this technology. Because just think, the cop had his pistol out. Okay, he probably already had his finger on the trigger. Even though they teach law enforcement always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire it. Okay, just think, he probably already had his finger on the trigger anyway, and it probably sent him a message to uh, subliminally, or you know, with his technology to fire the trigger probably told him neurally to fire the trigger and then it the motor control did the rest you see what i'm saying that's how yeah. to do that that's how you would make a maturing candidate really yeah that's one of the the, the whole concept of maturing candidates it was one of the well it was one of the main reasons i started to look really heavily into mk ultra and there's no doubt they were working on it. It's just um, absolutely, yeah. It sometimes takes, you know, sometimes it completely becomes the whole topic, and then a lot of the other sub projects, like the the, the horrific shit that this guy, uh, Doctor Ewan Cameron, did. You may right, know. Uh, yeah. Up in Canada, the psychic driving, the ACT weeks, you know, pharmaceutically induced comas. I mean, he was just totally torturing people in the name of science. And uh, he wasn't a fringe scientist. I mean, he was the World Psychiatric Association president. Um, But that said... There's so much weirdness w- with the single shooters, and some of them do look like false flags, and it's really difficult to figure it out. Um, I haven't spent enough time on any single one to feel like I have a, you know, the time I would need to spend, and, and you know, to feel like I have a good grip on it. But something is really effed up with a lot of these things. Oh yeah. Um, did you see that the, there was a, a young boy in a pretty much empty park, and he was playing with a toy gun? Yeah, I've seen that. Squirt they shot him dead. Yeah, exactly. Squirt yeah. gun. What's that? Squirt gun. Water squirt gun. Uh, yeah, a millimeter clock. Yeah, that was, I mean, the footage of that was... Just insane because they just drove right up on him, stepped out and blew, you know, right. shot him away. You know, no, you know, no, like maybe speaking to him through the the PA system or you know, exactly. it just so a lot of weird stuff. You know, 
I was reading no. some years ago in the, the the magazine The Economist, and it was talking about all the different your eyeball, Spizine. Uh, murders um, by cop and other ones, and it was sort of surprising to read. Like in several years, there hadn't been a single um, murder by cop in uh, Britain at all, you know, or there was like one in about four years, and and uh, people were in the streets protesting. So, yeah, there's some weirdness going on. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. These people are out of control. Hold on just a second, Patrick. You can continue on talking. I'm going to hang up for a minute and call Grave and let him know the call is back on. Cool. Yeah, I'll be right back. You can continue on talking any points you want to make or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, I just saw Tamir Rice. That was the young kid that got shot in Cleveland. Said he was twelve, but he looked he even looked younger than that. Are you standing there or are you talking? Now, am I stand I'm not standing, but I am talking. Because I was, I was just going to say that um, I have a lot of weird stuff. Like um, now I have like a, a secondary fingernail growing under my first fingernail. Whoa. Yeah, that, I, I, I've had that happen when I got my hand crushed or, you know, a finger crushed in a, in a door. But it was because the first one was, was, you know, dying and, crumbling away. So did you injure the first the the, the first nail? No, it's like I, I felt like I was playing um basketball or uh, football and uh growing old like an old man. But I'm only thirty seven years old and there's like this weird secondary uh, nail growing under my first layer nail, fingernail. Wow, yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's not definitely not a common thing. Yeah, I was glad that when I got one crushed and it was all black and blue and it eventually just died off and one before the first layer fell off, the other one was be- coming up behind. But I don't want anything, you know, I just want, like, you know, my fingernails to be free and my finger, the tips of my fingers to be free and not have weird, like, mute mutations going on underneath the nail. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I met a guy that had uh, recently in Maryland when I was living down there before 2014, and he had uh, he had three chest nipples. Just interesting stuff like that. So where where was the third located? It was around. You know, it was like below the other. Uh, nipple, you know, just a few inches below it. 
Well, I don't care. I just... My brother once had two buttholes. Seriously? Like, that, yep. that were actually... Were, I'm were... serious. Like, he slid... Um, he was He was at a party, and he pissed everyone off, and then he jumped off the, the balcony and landed on a spike and uh, put, like, poked his butt crack real close to his butthole, and it looked like a secondary butthole. Uh, I'm back, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, there's not too much excess noise in the background, is there? Well, that is actually. Uh, well, we're all talking to each other, so don't don't put on one of those Eric calls from uh, Scotty whatever shows. We're we're all talking <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got to send some of the stuff information I found to Doctor Carlstrom. Doctor Posner, uh, the one that. Like uh, Marcus was saying, Dr. Karlstrom. Oh, okay. Well, you know what, guys? I quit listening to him, and I'll tell you why. Uh, he, he's compromised, actually. So he, 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 I like his, his uh, manner in which he goes about exposing this, but he's blaming the wrong people. He's blaming Central Intel for it. And uh, but I like the guy. I just think he's been compromised. They, they they've manipulated him and putting out dis disinformation. I definitely uh, think they're involved. But well, uh, Scotty Baker, Scotty Baker, uh, 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 John Hall. John Hall is definitely the real deal. So is Rock Robert Duncan. Anybody that says those two guys are, are uh, disinformation are, are full of shit themselves. They're disinformation. John Hall is stuck, and Robert Duncan both have stuck his ne- their necks up for this community. Yeah, they, they, they've tried to murder uh, John Hall with a heart attack here recently, so. And he's not stopping. It didn't stop him. It wouldn't stop me either. You know, if I ever get one from this technology or something, I'd be like, I'd be considered a man with nothing left to lose, you know. I I would be so vocal about everything, and you know, if anything ever, like it ever happens to me. You're you're just in Tennessee, so I don't I don't know if you can find help fast enough or find help at all. But I'm in Minnesota. Um, I'm trying to find us all help. What do you What do you mean, as far as assistance from law enforcement? Did you hear me, Marcus? No. <laughs> I I mean, Grieve, did did you mute or did I mute you? I'm sorry about that. If I did. Oh no, no, I just phoned in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, somebody set the board to mute on entry. It must have been Rob or Dwight. Probably not Dwight. Probably Rob. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, we've been talking about music, uh, 
rock stars, bands. They can't all be about stalking, harassment, and torture. You know, we got to take a break from it for just for five minutes. So, not really, but yeah, I went. Go. I've been looking at all those old bands lately, and go. You know, uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, interesting. Uh, the '60s, and uh, you know, uh, whatever, and even earlier, you know, is pretty interesting. I don't know. Are you a hippie, Grebe? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean. Just going back and uh, in time, but uh, uh, on YouTube is pretty amazing. You know, I mean, when we grew up, there wasn't any of that kind of stuff. Of you, I mean, nobody'd even believe that computers could be invented. I mean, you know, and then tell us, like, used to think about things like that. That uh, I think there was a uh, an old book called the computer or. Uh, um, the homework machine, yeah, a guy invented a homework machine, you know, because they were just developing computers, but he had to program the computer and everything. So, yeah, <laughs> but it was a way to cheat on his homework. But in the end, he 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 was the one he was doing his homework, programming the computer. So. Yeah, I wish I would have had one of them. <laughs> Yeah, growing up and stuff. Yeah, it, it you know it's qu- weird how fast everything's come. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Innovation, technology. Yeah. Evolution of technology. Yeah, it's a scary thing, really. It really is. They are able to keep us programmed to fight their wars and uh, die and and all that and. Um, there's, you know, through poverty and, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, so. Hey, no Dick way they shut up. Use music to, uh, yeah. What kind of music do you like, Don? Uh, you know, I really haven't been listening to anything, really. I mean, just, uh, you know, just, you know, what people say say to watch on, uh, you know, like Facebook and stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't really listen to it anymore. I think it would help you as far as the, the neural influencing and all that. It seemed, it, it, I, I, what 2 says, Crybaby 2, he... Well, welcome, Fire Within. Uh, what Two says about music, that's so true. It does become the dominant external stimuli. It does. Yeah, yeah say, you know, it, it really helps to, you know, you're learning and people are more balanced if, like, they listen to Mozart and, you yep. know, the way he, you know, the harmonious way he created music. Yeah, I think I'll download some of that and listen to it. Oh. Guess five told you to listen to opera, Don. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, sounds good. Yeah. There's some research about Mozart, the effect on the brain. 
Yeah. Being a good one that called the Mozart effect. I'd link to it here. Well, first, I didn't get in the chat. I forgot. I was going to tell you to have you post it in the chat room, but I know when I listen, I like Indian music, you know, from India, and that, you know, the way it, uh, yeah, phone goes. Got the sitar and yeah, those things are very occultish. That uh, a lot of the yeah, the, they have early morning music and night and sleep music and uh, you know, Chennai uh, and. You know, the Shania. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> like, I got to see um, Zakir Hussein. The, I don't know if you know his name, Greek, but... Yeah, I mean, that's so familiar. I think I've listened to his... I, 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 uh, uh, is that flute or... or uh, no, oh, Shania, I guess. Or. Yeah, the t- t- tabla player. Yeah, absolutely incredible. He was in that, that that band. I can't think of the name right now, but with um the, the guitarist John McLaughlin. But anyways, the Ian Zarkir Hussein played the tablas. Was one of the best musical experience I've ever heard. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I I got cool. a bit of Indian music too. Those long uh, are they called ragas? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did I did I hear you right once say that you were you a Krishna for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in L.A., they would hire you know on Sunday they they would hire real professionals you know uh, Indians and for a while not every you know for a special occasion. Uh, pretty interesting. But for stalking or. Yeah. Um, no, when I was a monk, you know, when in, in the seventies. You were a monk, Greg? Yeah, well, brahmacharya or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you do any Buddhist chanting? I love that. Uh, they had no. The prayers were against Buddhism. You know, that was the main central prayer. Was uh, what is that? Um, uh, Mayavad, yeah, it was against the Mayavads, you know. It was, it was, you know, the personal it God is, is more Christian than Buddhist, yeah. It's, uh, you know, where there's a personal God, Jesus, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, a personal that. relationship or something. Mayavad. A lot of the um, Krishna chants, I just think, Dali Ram, Dali Ram, Ram, Hari, Hari, Hari. I can't think of the name of this um, name of the sig. Oh, oh, Krishna Das. Oh uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, he has. Yeah, they have a big event in uh, you know in the desert every year. Well, he does. They go around and do the to the all the uh, um, what are they called? Uh, yeah, they're just big prayer events, you know, big, uh, you know, chants and, uh, for, for solely Christian, Christians or Hare Krishnas or people uh, that, uh, no, Vedanta, I think it's a Vedanta tradition, uh, 
Okay. Yeah, uh, Badante, uh, no, Badante. Yeah. The, it's a, yeah, it's just Bach. It's called Bhakti, devo, you know, devotional music. Uh, gosh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, I used to hang out with the Krishnas at, like, well, I didn't do a bunch of them, but uh, at rainbow gatherings, but they often had food. Yeah, they're tra- it's a trance, trance music, kind of a trance, yeah. Yeah, completely. And trying to, uh, yeah, collect a lot of different translate music. Yeah, it's devotional trance. Music, yeah. Uh, I haven't really been to those. You were at a rainbow gathering? <laughs> yeah, I, I miss those. I never did those. Those are for gay people, though, right? No, it's 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 uh, it's more of a, a a hippie gathering, but yeah. Oh, a dope show. You mean you're talking about a dope show, right? Where they used to pull their their vans over and like share drugs and all of that. Well, it, I mean, they have them year round, but they have a national one every year in July. Like uh, I think the first week in July. Circus, circus. So, so it. The, the, the national ones are, you know, may have thousands of people in them. They usually pick some beautiful uh, national forest. Um, so it's not people just sort of pulling over. It's people camping out. and But it's, it, you know, all sorts of freaks. But, you know, when I first went, it's interesting because being a freak, and that's a term of endearment when I use it, um, but when I was growing up, way, right? doing, doing things like that weren't um, being a freak or, or, or looking strange or having tattoos was was not um, yeah. norm. But then it seemed to become the norm to look really weird, have all sorts of tattoos and piercings, but actually act normal. So it's, I mean, that's just my perception of how things have been occurring. Have any guys ever ridden ridden on a camel or an elephant? Not me. I rode a snake once, Marcus. Like a python, yeah, like uh, freaks, and uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was kind of on the outskirts. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say is that like eccentricity and um and 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 uh, just weirdness has become the norm. Yeah. Oh, uh, especially uh, in places like California. Yeah, it wasn't. Incorporated. Anything flies out there. And of course, in places like New York, I mean, you can walk out of a store or something and somebody gets shot in the street and it's just the norm there. You know, it's like, uh, what else is new? Man was just shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's pretty much it in parts of New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's New York, New York. Uh, I'd actually like 
I've always said I would never want to go to New York, but I've changed my mind about it. I mean, there's been so many great movies filmed up there. I've got I've made friends up there on these calls and everything. Yeah. It's a wonderful place to visit. I would like that. I, I loved visiting and going to concerts. I used to go to jazz clubs and stuff like that, but yeah. I wouldn't want to live anywhere in any of the boroughs. I wouldn't either. And I would really love to go to California. You guys live in California. You're lucky. Some of you are. Some of you are not. Because that's the gang-stalking capital of the world. Organized stalking capital of the world. Yeah, I was going to say, it definitely seems like that. Yeah. Yeah, death is a big business here. I mean, the warehousing old people and I mean, uh, crime and I mean, it's it's just you know the sirens. It's just complete sirens. Just sometimes, but sometimes it'll quiet down. Other times, but but it's all these perps. You know, it's it's just. Yeah. It's just big business, killing people off. Yeah. I live down the street from the, you know, about like less than a half a mile from a fire department when I was living in Maryland. Oh my God, that was horrific. And then across from the... Yeah, it's like a drug to them to get going and, you know, everybody, you know, I like... Is it in uh, Neil's uh, newspaper about how they cook up drugs? You know, everybody said, "Oh, they made another drug sale." You know, they're going out to sell some drugs. You know, but a lot of times it, that's the case. Yeah. Whether you're running, of course, they're going to have the same or similar percentage of people that do drugs as any other profession. But they're just addicted to the adrenaline. You know, they seem to be. I I, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to the, these uh, guys that ride and the ambulance drivers, and they go, you know, can't you? You know, I'm just kind of getting sick of, you know, standing in the line cashing checkers at the bank. And, you know, all this sirens. And I go, what is that all about? And he goes, well, about 90, I think he said something like 92 or 98 percent. Is people overdosing on their on their uh, pharmaceuticals or the wrong prescription or something from their oh for uh, the actual trips or the no they're, yeah that it's just people tranced out that are laying there on their drug you know with the you know on their drugs and there's nothing wrong with them they they get revived but they just look like they're dead. Oh, that's those, that's from that damn bath salt. No, no, from no. Here it's just it's a retirement area, and uh, they're all on their uh, pharmaceuticals. Have you guys watched any videos no, of people no, flipping out on bath salts? It's actually hilarious. They're flopping around in the road like a wet carp on dry land. It's hilarious. Anybody that's stupid enough to do shit like that, you know. Bath salts and all that stuff. <sighs> yeah, it's funny to watch those fools trip out on that stuff. They did freak out. 
But yeah, go ahead, Patrick. I was going to say, yeah, that's one that I have no desire to ever try. Me too, yeah. Yeah. No desire, yeah. Well, you know, the thing about California, too, the, all the sirens and everything, you're probably getting a noise harassment campaign, grief. Yeah, they, they toned it down, or I lost my hearing both, I think. But, uh, no, they've changed uh, their they, – because the firemen were getting uh, – you know, they were adding 20% on the retirement for, you know, screwing with their own hearing, you know, destroying their own hearing with their sirens. You know, they were causing uh, damage to the firemen, and uh, and they were just deliberate. You know, they get addicted to the whole adrenaline. They're adrenaline junkies. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's loud. It's some them damn radios in the uh, law enforcement's vehicles and the, and the EMTs. My God, those things are so, they're deafening. I got a buddy in law enforcement that, I, I, he took, yeah, he took me riding in his patrol car one time. My God, those radios are loud. Well, they ruin their hearing. You know, it's themselves ruining their own hearing and, uh, and shooting guns, too, because, and, gun practice, you know, at the range and stuff, and, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, they're, they're, these, uh, perps, they, you don't, I mean, if they're going to be hitting you with Sonic and, you know, and now that I realize they're, the extent of the poisoning operation is, is, you know, because they never do it alone, I mean, and they're neurologicals, and that's how they killed my parents here. These, uh, you know, these uh, perps came in from, uh, you know, and it's it's there seems to be a Jewish mob behind, you know, this whole, uh, yeah, pro, you know, computerized payment, you know, and and right. uh, yeah, it seems to be eyeballs popped out. Talmudian Darwinism, you know, that's behind it all, you know, I don't know. I remember me and you talking about that, some of those movies. Yeah, you turned me on to some damn good movies, by the way, that Sneakers is an excellent movie. It's full of propaganda, of course, but perpetrator propaganda, but oh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Sneakers, yeah. You remember that? You telling me that? Well, yeah, to, to look at uh, P-TECH and uh, when a journalist found out that they came to my hometown and, uh, you know, and 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 then some of them moved next door, you know, I mean, it's oh, scary. Uh, and now the guys, I mean, it's scary because, uh, gosh. Well, they're probably listening to you, Don. Oh, yeah. And and they got me surrounded by by these and you never know. See, they may only 
hire somebody to go after you for two, three weeks a year. It's intermittent, and uh, you never know when they're going to come back. And I haven't been able to file because because their big coup is getting Derek in the house here. You know, I didn't know. I, I just couldn't see that he would be doing that, but that's the only thing that could have been. It, I mean, what a coup. But now I see that they're chemically controlling people. You know, it's it's some kind of, it's all about, you know, there's more involved in this chemical part than there is in the energy weapons. I, I know that now. Welcome, Oli. Deb, are you on the phone? Are you taking a break for a while, Deb? Who is this Western? If there's anybody on here that would like to join in on the conversation, please do so. It's Western and Southern something. I can't see that offset of that. Well, not an offset, but... Yeah, hey. And I'm Jewish, too. I mean, I was born, you know. You're what? I say I I didn't... You can't be Jewish unless you're, you're born... Your mother is Jewish. You're not Jewish, are you? No, no, my no, I, I, I didn't. No, I was raised Protestant, but, but my bloodline is, yeah, is uh, Russian Jew, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but I, I didn't know, and I wasn't raised in that, but I had exposure to my relatives, you know. But, um, and uh, you know, it's uh. I'm Irish and German, mostly Scotch-Irish. I mean, we're lucky to escape the 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 knife, you know, but somehow, I don't know. Okay. Um, enough about Mallard Ducks. Uh, what are you guys doing tonight? We're going to be on the show tonight, right here. That, wait a minute. Let's see. Tonight's what? Wednesday? Yeah. We'll be starting at 9 o'clock tonight, guys. So remember that. One two five four seven two nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Six for you, Greb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna start. Well, yeah. Uh, Lauren has a call, I think, also. Then, yeah. Yeah. That probably that she she has been advertising that through the week, so there'll probably be more people up there on her show than this one. I saw there's a picture of that Jack Jack Cristiani with Bolton uh, that. Uh, Super Hawk, uh, Warmonger guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, strange. I, mean, I don't know. Well, Jack, the when, when you, when you walk, you know, climb the Himalayas and all those big mountains, I guess. Yeah, you do a lot of PR. Yeah. That's how you make your living, I think. You know. 
Well, Jack Vallon, isn't he the same? He's the one that exposes all the mind control technology, right? Jack who? Vallon. That's who Lauren's having on her show tonight, isn't it? No, no, Jack Christiania. Oh, okay. That, that's um, a mountain climber. Yeah. Or whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, no, Jack LaLanne, yeah. No, you're thinking of the health guru guy, yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking yeah, about... Yeah, he used to pull a boat. He could swim. He could pull, like, nine uh, nine dinghies with his uh, hands tied behind his back with his teeth, you know. He'd tie his hands behind his back and pull these about a string of uh, nine boats with his teeth through the water. My God. Yeah. Yeah, he was really fit. Now, he came to him, he came to my hometown and uh, <clears throat> and ran, helped run a, a health uh, clinic with um, this doctor, uh, uh, Loomis, and they, they killed him the same way. They, they cooked him in a you know, he got a little chip on, and he was a doctor in the hospital for, God, 40, 50 years and uh, had a, you know, a natural health clinic for, like, you know, the, yeah. the wealthy. And uh, Jack Lane was, like, the cook, you know, the uh, he kept the diet thing going. You know. Power juicer, yeah. Yeah, he just lived up, you know, just across the street here, basically. Oh, you mean he's like a neighbor of yours? Yeah, Jack Lalane. Yeah, he he you know he had a cu- he had a couple two or three homes and uh, mostly he was uh, Long Beach or uh, what are those? You know, but he he there was a big you know Muscle Beach where you know Schwarzenegger came with that tradition you know in uh, this uh, weightlifting and in uh, you know, when I was in L.A., the Hare Krishnas, a lot of those guys were into the, you know, they knew all those guys and, you know, would do the weightlifting and all that, you know, they, you know. Yeah, I hit you up. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's like, we are here to pump you up. Yeah, they have these weightlifting clubs, and they exchange, uh, you know, the, whatever these steroids are or whatever, you know, uh, you know to pump them, so, you know, and I guess uh, back east, uh, what's-his-name did that, uh, you know, Clint uh, Eastwood. Well, yeah, Jesse Jesse uh, Ventura was that tradition too. He he did that. He did what, Greg? Yeah, pumped himself up, you know, and uh, Hulk Hogan and you know all those guys. That. Uh, right. Charles Atlas, uh, you know that whole thing. Charles Atlas stands on his head. He will not fall. He stands upon the beach and says, I will not fall. You know the whole story behind that, right? 
but he had a special no. But he had, he had a special diet and and regime. It was all I guess it was natural. Everything was natural. I didn't buy that. But uh, yeah. But then you pump yourself up, and eventually that muscle will turn to fat. You know, and that you know, and then they get a heart. Then they get a heart problem. It's, it's very true. I tell you, the protein will make you leaner than a brick shit house. It really will. That protein, boy, it makes muscle. Muscle outweighs fat. Yeah, there's a method to you do two or three days of one, and then you do two. But it's really evolved, and you have, you know, there's people that really have it down to a science, so that. That never happens, you know. They all, you know, that. Uh, break, uh, uh. Yeah. But it's expensive. You can go through, you know, forty, fifty, sixty dollars worth of food and and supplements a day. You know, it's it, it can, uh, Welcome back, Candy. Right here. Yeah. Where are you running off to? Uh, you know, music, internet, this and that. Uh, okay. Entertain this, Candy. Candy, I never did find out if you... Actually, did call me or not? I never did find that error. I did aquarium through my Gmail on that uh, that what'd you say eight one six area code. I never got any calls from that number. Hmm. What's the deal? Me, 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 me. Yes, you. No. Uh, Ryan, are you still there? Yeah. What are you doing tonight, dude? Well, uh, besides running the show, probably a few side projects. I got to, uh, yeah, I still got to send Kim and Serena some files for Ella. Okay. Yeah, it does, doesn't it, Guest Five? <laughs> Guest Five says that Candy sounds like a porn star name. It does, really. <laughs> oh, like Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Big gazongas. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 
and she will also say to say out loud uh, what other people might be. I mean, and there's been a big story going around Newsweek that one of that George Bush was a myth, and it said, "Oh." I asked her about it in the interview, and she said, "Yeah, we need a lot of you." Well, don't everybody speak uh, at once, dead air. I guess we could go to music or something. Stormy Daniels has humongous tits. Thank you for sharing that with us, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you still there, Patrick? Candy, great. Yeah, I've just been eating an apple with peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> so I did want to chomp on the line. Ah, uh, there you go. Get you some beer, Patrick. Help you sleep better. I'd rather get back to a state where the the tree of life is loud. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, get off it. You can't stop thinking about humongous boobies. Well, I was wondering when you said that if Stormies were actually real. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, bro. But they look bigger than Dolly Parton's boobies. <laughs> Oh, it's good to have a laugh every once in a while. Yeah, Dolly at least was, I, I pretty certain, was before the whole plastic surgery, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dolly. Oh, goodness. Daniel's lawyer is like taking over MSNBC, one of the main Democratic news channels. I think that you, you talk about that porn star came out and accused Trump of all of that. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, I think that lady's full of shit, to be real honest with you. I think she's wanting the attention. She's trying to. Fire her career back up, and uh, she's probably been paid off by these forceful perps to do that. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe uh, Donald Trump, you know, boinked her and then paid her $100,000 to not say anything about it. Yeah. Well, I think they're doing the same thing. I think they're trying to take them 
Bill Cosby as well for whatever reason. I think he did some of that, but it, it, it's been a lot of it's been blown out of proportion, and others have just jumped on the bandwagon, you know, to try to tear him down. Let's take they're trying to take him down for some reason. You know, it's a shame though anymore because all one needs to do is make a rape accusation against someone. Hell, it cost them their job, their livelihood, and everything. You know. Well, I think they had to get the women with the biggest boobies to 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 go against Trump, or else you know, like he would just shoot them down. Yeah. Shoot the breast. You can shoot the breast down. Oh yeah. I think you might be able to. Yeah. <laughs> they have metal in them. They're made. There's metal in artificial breasts. Do you wear that? Well, silicone. Well, that is metal. Think about Silicon Valley. It's metal. Yeah, metal. I mean, what kind? Like as a guy, you wouldn't probably want to get real close to those, you know, too long with too much of your body. I was about to say, what guy would want to crawl into the shack with a chick that's got metal rubbing up against him? Right, especially certain parts of your body, you don't want to do that. That could be bad. What about the woman? I mean, she's living with this in her body. It can't be good. Great. Yeah. Every every good mother taught her daughter to wear a bra 24 hours because gravity works 24 hours, then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Exactly. Anyone familiar with the the band uh, Radiohead? They have a song about a plastic surgeon green plastic watering cans yeah what was that what song was that I'm familiar with Radiohead but uh, yeah green plastic watering can or green plastic watering cans yeah I mean it's it's a little coded in the sense you know coded it's like yeah he he used to do surgery for the girls in the 80s, and then somewhere else in the song he says, "What um, is that Missouri just said?" Um, but gravity always always wins out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I really don't get that. Text freak. <clears throat> They can send a man to the moon, but they can't find anything to make those out of beside metal. <laughs> well, hell, I'm surprised they didn't make them out of titanium. Some of them, I remember seeing something that l- looked like a little... Um, baggy, but with, with like a fluid in them, almost like water-like. Saline, yeah, saline, definitely salt water. Oh. So is that what they began to use after the silicone? I can't imagine what they want. The actually the metal, if you can believe this, is in the plastic that encases the salt water. How scary is that? 
I think it's just a, it's like the hip replacements and knee replacements and all the food, pharmaceutical meds. I mean, they're just designed to kill, if you ask me. Yeah. Or maybe slow kill, you know, not an immediate kill. Right. Our bodies are constantly trying to fight off any foreign object. So you put, you know, a couple of those things and I forget about it, right? It's like uh, destined to, you know, take your immune system down because okay, you your mom knock itself out trying to get that out of there. Yep. So great. Crazy. Take, take care of the body you have, then you won't need all that fixed stuff. Yeah. That's what Marcus does. Marcus has been working on his pecs for years. Oh, yeah. Many yeah, calls I got a, about his you pecs. And, uh, uh, like, a lot of people like me. Um, Your pecs but, are better than women's pecs, probably. Yeah, I I'm sorry, Marcus, if I embarrassed you, I apologize. I just wanted to give credit where credit was due. But no, it's okay. Um, I'm just trying to uh, set, set the world straight again because... Uh, our world has gone way out of whack. And you're trying to be humble. You're trying to be humble, also. Modest, modest. A little bit. Has every has every guy on this line heard the song "Gold Digger" about a million times? Is what every guy what? Amy Fox and uh, who else? Uh, Kanye West, Gold Digger. You've heard that like a million times, right? No. I miss out on a lot of... You should listen to that one song. It's very funny. You'll enjoy it. You should do it right now. I just left my computer area. I'm, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. The shame of looking with a broke nigga. I'm sorry. That's part of the song. Oh my God! Good burp. All right. Designed for me, wasn't it? <laughs> you better stop that burping, Marcus. <laughs> go ahead, girl. Go ahead, get down. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, get down. I mean, listen to his voice to that song. <laughs> We need cleanup. We need cleanup. We should call you Bloomberg Bloomberg Chick. No pun. Did you say trick? You said chick, right? Yeah. My name's Candy. I'm the, I don't mean I'm a trick. What what happened to Ryan? Why is Ryan not here? Uh, he's working on on other things. Um, he's on a very special private project right now, isn't he? 
But he has you assigned to me, so I I don't know what we're gonna do. He's keeping methodical notes on all of these calls in addition to the recordings. These poignant calls and all of these profound words for all the down in the history, the annals of, you know, uh, TI, you know, history. history. It's all part of TI history, all of this. All of it will be codified. It's probably already being codified in real time. Every every burp, every belt. Already part of uh, what's boring. called the Akashic. Like the world. You, but... I don't think I can. I can't talk to Brian anymore until he watches the video itself, Goldigger. I got so much like other music from the past that I just don't pay attention to what's going on it, which I know. Uh-huh. This, this is no, entertaining. Just, uh, I mean, you, you'll, yeah, this isn't like uh, if you won't enjoy this, you'll laugh. If you don't laugh, then they've got you. You don't laugh at this. All right. It's very well made video. It's meant to be funny, laugh out loud, funny. Funny, six boxes in it, so. <laughs> Mark, is I was just joking about burp, and I know that wasn't you. What? It was me. It was me. Yeah, it was the candy. It was not. Yeah, it was. I seen. I see it laid up on my board. I seen you. <laughs> you can hear what sounds are coming from which. How would that be possible? Mhm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't even think they're. Are they that elaborate? Let me figure that out. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I'd make you my chick, but you're too frisky. Well, that cat food. Yeah. Meow. I think the, the only kind thing to do would be to uh, put the song next to some. Uh, hmm. I'm watching it, but without the sound. No, uh, you, you need the sound. You have to have the sound. And every time he doesn't say, you know, the N-word, you, you know, just realize that's what he's saying. That would be a good drinking song if you had to drink each time he said the N-word. Uh-huh. Well, I realize, you know, all these, it's true. I mean, half, half, <laughs> 18, they pop out a kid, uh, the football, professional football player, you know, 18 years, and you might find out at 18 that the kid's not even yours. He shows up for a professional football game in a Hyundai, drives home. 
Okay. Well, I bookmarked it, so I will watch it with sound at some point. Why is why is Ryan so quiet and shy? Why? Oh, shy? No, not in, not at all. I used to be very. Not anymore. Not at all. He's he's just like those forceful coverage. You say again. I love the way you say that. Like <laughs> those forceful perpetrations. Uh, the, the force. What about it? Forceful. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. And they are these people. They're forceful perpetrators. That's exactly what they are. They're forced away upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Unsay, like unrelenting, is that what's the strong? What's the strongest word? Yeah. <laughs> they're they so far. I mean, every respect you. They're so far beyond forceful. They're, I don't. What's what's the proper word? They're gangsta. They're gangsta. For <laughs> they're gangsta. Yeah. They, they ain't stopping. You know, what's that? A door? I don't know what a door is. And then they're going to stop until they stop. That's clearly evident. They're not going to stop till they're stopped. Well, they might stop themselves, you know. They might somehow, the whole program might, you know, backfire. Yeah, oh, it has. A well, lot you know, I mean, when you're on the other end of a phone, I mean, you have a phone near you, all these equipment that's so dangerous, how could you not have some of it emanate back your direction if you're right next to it? Exactly, the operators, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now, now I enjoy hearing you talk. I love your voice. <laughs> at 8, I think it was 8 in the morning, you were still talking. Yeah. I was asleep yesterday at 8 in the morning, you are still talking. Uh, was, I, was I slurring too bad? I, I try not to do that on a public <laughs> radio broadcast. But. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah, I really? <laughs> what was I doing? I don't remember it. I, but March was totally loose. He was like not tipsy at all. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who was who. I I never completely... Uh, I mean... Completely trusted it. You know, nobody on this line is a perp. I have a hard time with trust since there are so many perps out there and unwitting perps. And I'm always analyzing. And I like, why can't he be a perp? You me? Yeah, he's not uh, way tipsy. Uh, <laughs> he's really. Uh, what was I doing? I mean, did you call in yesterday morning in here into the show and there's a bunch of drunks talking or what? I had- <laughs> I had exactly. it next time here. I was sleeping. I fell asleep and I woke up. It was kind of cool. Oh, and there I was talking. Yeah, but I mean, nah, nah, we're not drunks. Just, I might just have to drink to get to sleep, you know? So. And you, I know I don't think you're drunk at all. I just wonder, how many perps do you think there are? Really? You think Alice was a perp? I think she just got, yeah. you know, she, she retired. They let her <laughs> quit working. She was so a mean. woman. No, no, no. The thing about it is, Marcus is the same way. Marcus is kept awake also if he doesn't drink, so he's on the line right now, too. 
I, I had wine earlier. Yeah, I like wine sometimes. It just usually gives me a headache. Oh, did you? <clears throat> but no one, no one you know of has been on these lines as a perp. None of them. None of them are. Uh, what about Ants? What's his name? Ants Farm is he a perp? I don't think he's a witting, but I think he's unwitting. He he's harassed our call a lot. And I, I I I like him. I mean, he's pissed a lot of people off on on these the shows and everything. But I kind of I don't know an Anton. Is that Anton? No, it's Ant Farm. They call him Ant Farm. He calls himself Ant Farm and Misanthropic T.I. I've ever heard him, or I, I heard him and didn't connect the name. Yeah, Ant Farm rings a bell. <laughs> he yeah, that's not. You know what it he didn't did? Sound like it. He sent Karen Archer a gay pornos through her mail to her house. Karen Archer, you know, the, the perp in headlights, the deer. Uh, oh, that, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, used to do the show with Ken. Yeah. Oh, God, the dynamic duo. So yep, cool. yep, 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 yep. We get to do our own. We get to do our own shows here. So settle down. Settle down. Yep, that's true. <laughs> uh huh. Hey, Marcus, you said something last night. That I may be trying to figure out for the rest of my life. You said that someone was talking to someone as if they were a kaleidoscope or something along those lines. (laughs) Well, people that can kaleidoscope other people are stuck up. And yet they still do. They still kaleidoscope other people. Well, that's really it. it seems like the opposite of maybe like classifying or categorizing, just like a, all sorts of shapes and I don't know. I think it's um like a it it's um like a Zen cone, you know, like a puzzle that I think I may spend the rest of my life thinking about. How many people would they pay to have neutralized one person? They seem to put a lot of resources on some people. It's insane. Why not just kill them? Wouldn't it be easier to just kill them? Well, I suspect there is some experimentation going on. Resiliency, learned helplessness. And also test out the the actual directed energy effects of electric, extremely low frequency over time. Yeah, it definitely would be a lot easier to kill people. They bust me with cars going at insane speeds, but I think the people driving the cars were what they call wheel artists. You know, they're FBI. Are you driving dick? Yeah, the FBI wheel artists. That's where they got that term from. It's the, uh, because of the vehicular surveillance tactics that the Bureau uses. Yeah. The floating box. Yeah. 
Yeah, the floating box, the cheating vehicle, trigger vehicle, etc. Yeah, stake out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I got that a lot in 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 uh, Colorado. We were actually, state. We were the, actually the first group to bring that into the targeted immunity, as far as the floating box and all that. It came. That actually came from our movie, the uh, not movie, but our video we made, organized gang stalking tactics and methods. Uh, but Brian, too, seen that, and he, he's telling people about it now, too, so that's good. But we were the first ones to bring that out, yeah. Yeah, that's a good piece of information for people to know about. Yeah, absolutely. But see, what they've done is these, these perpetrators, the, the vehicular stalking and harassment, they've, they've cloned the FBI surveillance tactics, but they're not using it for legit, le- legitimate surveillance purposes. They're using it to harass people and psychologically damage people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. My, my ex-wife was stalked along with me when she was driving on a on a few occasions, but, but she couldn't she couldn't pick up on on the uh, on any of the other vehicles except for the ones like on our tail. Yeah. Well, you know, now you you can bypass that that where they're telling you. And they've got, you know, all you have to do to to, to uh, tell if you're being followed is take a right turn. And what they do is they'll circle around, they'll double back around and follow you. Or they'll have somebody in an adjacent street uh, pick up where that, the other uh, unit left off. Yeah. Not yeah, totally. Why you just have to drive off and go through really busy, tight, parking lots and all that stuff. But they, yeah. then when I return to the interstate, you know, I may lose the actual tail, but then it would just resume. You'd see people on the, you know, pulled off, pulled over right um, past where the on-ramp was. Yeah. Yeah, we've, I, Patty, we've actually got detailed diagrams of that that you know the floating box and the cheating and trigger vehicles stake out uh on our website that we're making our new osi website we've ran into so much problem but it's it, there's like two pages nothing but straight vehicular harassment tactics it exposes every single bit of it in intricate detail yeah, I I I once found and it may have been from you guys, but a, a PDF with you know all about the the floating box and probably was. Yeah, I've had a few. I was hit from behind in 2003, 2004, 2005. 2005, it completely destroyed my uh, shoulder joint, the acromioclavicular, just broke in half and ligaments and cartilage torn and that's when it started with me it was 2005 yeah it's I, I've heard that from quite a few people actually I wonder you know 2005 was a popular time apparently so yeah misery uh, candy you better talk to us I, I I don't Candy. <clears throat> you still there? You just listening right now. 
I'm curious to know who this caller is from Western and Southern. I can't see what the last of that says. I'm curious to know who that is. I think it says Virginia. We've got California, North Carolina, Missouri. Deb, she's in, let's see, Minnesota maybe? Or, no. Deb must have went to bed. Yeah, let me. Yeah, I'm gonna post the link to them. Then uh, tactics in the chat. You drink, you drink, Marcus. Drink, you drink. <laughs> I'm going to read off some of these uh, vehicular surveillance uh, tactics. Which, of course, the organized stalkers have implemented them into their uh, vehicular harassment. Hmm. A wheel artist. Uh, yeah. Here, here we go. Okay, you see, you got the floating box system. Uh, let's see. A command vehicle, a backup vehicle, advanced vehicle, an outrider vehicle. Uh, my damn computer's froze up. I'm going to have to restart this browser. Okay, so does anyone have a cure for learned helplessness? Um... The other thing that Seligman did, uh, uh, positive psychology, just, just constantly forgive everyone. Okay, well, what if you don't, what if you don't, or I don't harbor any animosity because there's no point in it, but I still have the uh, learned helplessness because there's just, on, you know, especially the little midsection where I live, this part of the country, it's it crashed with, uh, all that I can tell you is this has the highest flu rate of anyone in the country. Uh, it, these two cities in my state, uh, uh, just all that I can say is more hospitalizations and more deaths. So I'm not looking to go out in the midst of it and tangle with all the, and people are, you know, like jumping out of their skin. You know, you call, if you can't even call someone at a business in your own city and have them be calm, why would you want to go in person and have anything to do with them? So yeah. people are, too twitchy and too crazy, um, and I think that's part of it. You, it's not really learned helplessness; it's just you know futility. Uh, but there's still additional 
learned helplessness too, I think. And I, I don't know if you need, I guess I would suspect you need someone to pull you out of that. Yeah. Well, well that, that, that can make you vulnerable to the whole, the other thing, the uh, looking for the rescuer. There's not one. There's no... I'm not really sure what I'm talking about, but... <laughs> well, it's it's a real thing. I mean, if if you go from making many, many calls during the course of the day to switching your school and sleeping in the day, and I, it's not me, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. I mean, I'm not lazy. Well, that's not the problem. It's just something else. You know, they can wipe out your discipline, can't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, if, they make, if they make everything difficult enough and uh, if, if they, you know, thwart you at every uh, advance, then at some point, I mean, I think that is when learned helplessness kicks in. You're like, well, okay, what's the point? If all you're going to do is beat me down, I might as well just stay down. I'll stay down and, you know, have peace and quiet and enjoy myself if you're just going to beat me down. Oh, like 25 Hispanic game soccer. Yeah, I saw. Oh, my phone's about ready to go off. We did on check. Patrick, can you call in with VOIP X Lot or something? What's that? Can you call in with the VOIP over the computer with the mic? No, I've never been able to download that program through TalkShoe. I've uh, tried. I've tried almost every time I get on it. You can download XLot also. That's what I'm talking to you guys through. <clears throat> you know, um, uh, only well, for... uh, someone suggested that I join Steemit, you know, because I might be able to write and make money. Um, what is it's been like a month. I've tried probably about forty times, and I, I can't, I can't. They won't let. Well, I mean, this. Is, when we speak in terms of like they won't do this or they won't that, that, that you know, I recognize it sounds crazy, but they won't let me fucking join Steemit. What is that anyway? It's it, it, it's like a community where you can write about all sorts of topics and. If people begin to follow you, you can you can make some money. I mean, that's I didn't I haven't looked really carefully at what it is. Um, yeah, dude, make money, dude. That's, that's the gist that I got. So doing research like I love to do, you know, if I were to put it on Steam, it my sense of what the person encouraging me to join was saying is that I could make some money. Oh, okay. So it's consistent with that, you know, the goal of making us poorer and poorer. 
What happened to Grebe, Don? You still on here, Don? <sighs> well, I see in California is that uh, is that green? I'm gonna yell through the phone in a minute, wake him up. Talk, Candy. How may I help you? <laughs> yeah. Go visit. Holla. Yeah, but you won't even email uh, Candy, and much less travel across the United States. We're at a Mexican standoff. You want me to come to Tennessee, but you won't give me your address, but you want my email address, and I'm afraid it'll attach to my computer, and I'm scared. No, I'll give you my address, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But uh, you got to take the ignition and uh, email me first or call or something. Uh, what is the area code again? My area code? I think I have the number in my phone. All I need is the area code. That's why I want you to email me so I won't have to say it over this line. How about just the, the area code only? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Email me. Email me right now. Cannot. Huh? That I cannot do. Why not? Computer off, everything's off. What? Everything is off. What's off? I'm on a flip phone. Uh, I can't do it. Okay. Well, I want to know what you guys look like. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm curious to know what you look like. Aren't you curious to know what I look like? Um, I think unless I'm going to meet you, it won't matter. Right. So you are coming for sure, right? I'm going somewhere, getting out of this town. Yeah. Out of this state. Amy wants to come too, see me. She said she's got a friend that's moving here. 
What do you think about that? This, this is a serious question off that topic. If, if you were a 56-year-old male, 56, yeah. would you, you know, say you have three daughters and one son, and the one daughter that doesn't have a boyfriend, maybe you used to live with her when you were both, both adults, which would make, you know, if you brought either one of you had anybody come home with you or a boyfriend, girlfriend, it would make it uncomfortable. You'd have to basically have sex in the same house as your father, daughter, you know, in the other room, right? That would yeah. be weird. That would be weird as a female adult and your father's like, you know, 45 or whatever. So this is my husband. He texts her at like 6.56 in the morning. He He's like obsessed with her. He's obsessed with her. She's like 25. She's unmarried. She can't seem to find a guy. She may be gay. The other, the, other, the other ones, I think he leaves the other ones alone a little bit more. What is is it me or is that weird? Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. He buys, he buys her jewelry. He's bought her jewelry. I've seen he takes pictures of it, you know, the necklace and earrings and stuff, things that he It's, I think, strange. It is. Well, if he's doing that, then you should be doing that with the younger person, too. Hey, turnabout's fair play. But it's it's the fact that he's related to her. I mean, that's... Oh. I, you can't compete with a relative. This is his daughter. This is one of three daughters. It, uh, he he texted her at 6.56 in the morning yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it must be... Puss. That is weird. I get a lot of early morning calls, and I suspect it's a family member who is behind them, not that they're coming from him. It's the perps doing that. So you, you think maybe he's just being used as an unwitting perp to, to pester yeah. her about the same way he is me? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. I I suspect that may be going on in my life. You know, I have some family members who have just changed radically overnight, started saying things that were outrageous. Hey, it happened. So I wonder if, if some of the family members in my life, um, some of my family, that is, were um, leveraged somehow. Yeah, in other words, we either ruin you or you help us ruin your son. Yeah, well, that's possible. Either that or they're being used, like Candy says, unwittingly. Well, the uh, narcissists, I think, because they're vacuous, because they were uh, cracked at a young age, they were split by trauma or something, they, they just don't have an identity. It would be the easiest thing in the world for... Uh, you know, these the entities that do this to just funnel data through their brain into their, you know. I don't understand the true dynamics of a split or multiple personalities or alters. I, I don't, I can't wrap my brain around that. But I, I do believe that he has that because in, in various photographs, just in the time that, you know, he, he, sometimes he looks like a 15-year-old, sometimes he looks like a 56-year-old. 
he he just I I don't know what to say about it other than it's I think it's real and I just wonder how they do it. Do they put how do they get the ideas in his head? Is it electronics? Is it uh, a chip? Yeah. But yeah. How are they how are they funneling it in? You know. <clears throat> you're talking about trauma-based mind control. You, you, somebody's traumatized, especially at an early age, it causes uh, it splits a personality. You know, the psyche, uh, your mind, it, and, and what that does in turn, and it causes the alters to develop. It creates alters, different personalities. You know, different parts of your personality. Yeah. And then how, how, do, how does the uh, how does the agency how does whomever then funnel data into that mind and, and give him the ideas that he has things to do things to not do the end of the deep insecurities that they uh, you know they torture him with you know he can't stand to hear me laughing he can't have me happy I have to hide it wow. he'll get upset and he he like retaliates if he thinks I'm happy. Everything has to revolve around him. I couldn't live with that. Well, and I, it's a science project for me, and and there's you know it's to some extent, uh, you know, it's you know it's helping me financially. I you know I'm not sleeping with him. Uh, he's uh, he just mm. he's too much. I told him you know you're just too much of a roller coaster. I can't. It's yeah. enough to live with you and be with you psychologically, emotionally. Spiritually, to the extent that he has a spirit, which I I don't think he does, I could not add to that, you know, physical intimacy. I it, it won't. I I can't bear that rule. I'm not going to do it. You know, you, you get straightened out. You see a shrink. You figure it all out. Great, but until then, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. Not wanting you to be happy is, or not. Not wanting you to be happy or laugh, that 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 sounds narcissistic. You know, and consistent with some of the literature that is that narcissists often want their targets to um, end up like they are. Yeah. Oh. Well, I wonder if that happens. I wonder if you're around them long enough if they turn you into one of them. I, I, I think I, so. I've been, hard, I've been hardcore reading all the literature, watching YouTube videos from the very beginning. You know, it, when it dawned on me that there was such a disorder when I realized it, and he has pretty much every characteristic of that NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, not just a little, but pretty much all of it. So, I mean, I, I can, and it does have patterns, thank God. They're through actual, you know, you know, you can't set your clock to it, right? It's not that, you know, uh, predictable, but it's close. Have you been seeing anything by a guy, uh, uh, a guy named Sam? Vakanen, yes. Yeah. Yes. Watch his videos. I was just thinking that, Patrick. What's the last name again? Vac- I believe he's V A K V A K N I N. You got it. He's very smart, very intelligent guy. On this topic or just in general? 
Oh, it would. Uh, only he, he's got a book it's called the uh, the narcissist malignant sunflower or something like that. Wow. And, uh, malignant self love. Yeah. Narcissism re- revisited. Yeah. But he he acknowledged that that he himself um, has narcissistic, you know, full blown narcissistic personality disorder. Um, and he, he, he comes across as like a little haughty and snotty, and he's sort of created this kingdom that he can kind of rule over, um, the, the, the narcissistic kingdom. Um, that's... How do we, how do we spell his last name? I'm sorry to interrupt. V-A-L... No, yeah. no, no. V-A-K-N-I-N. Sam Vakman. No, Patrick, he's not... Ar- well, he's kind of arrogant, but he, he's not snobby. He's smart. The guy's so smart. He makes him seem... Uh, what would be the word for it? Uh, uh, I, I watched him uh, hanging out with his wife once, and uh, that was like a really interesting dynamic because she knows that he is a narcissist, and she but she kind of just plays him in this really clever way. Um, but he has incredible insight. Absolutely. Narcissistic personality disorder. Go to the. But a lot of that, like I, I, uh, a lot of all the, you know, either what's called mental illness or personality disorders, I, I sort of use the, the definitions in the literature as as a guide to an extent. But I do think people can change, though some people can't. Some people can change. I'm rambling on, but he, he has some great stuff. I uh, I had yeah. a friend who, who was her her ex husband was definitely a narcissist, and she didn't like Sam. I I think because of the way he presents, but he has great insight into it. Absolutely does. You know, he does this one video. You guys can go to the OSI. You just go to YouTube and type in OS Informers, and it'll bring our channel up. Have you seen it, Patrick? I'm not sure. Well, not not through OSI, but I've seen a lot from Sam. Oh, okay, yeah. We've got one of his videos re-uploaded on the channel there, and we, we put it into an Informer report. That's what we call our Informer series. But, uh, yeah, he, he totally explains organized stalking. And, and, and I mean, like he, I mean, he, he like murders it, man. He explains it in the way, and he mixes in the narcissistic and the sociopath uh, elements. And he never one time mentions the word gang stalking or organized stalking, but he tells you what they do. That it's it, the video's phenomenal. The guy's super smart. It's on the OSI YouTube channel. OSI, oh, okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, look into it. We got about, I think there's like 81 videos maybe on there. There's not that many videos, but what's on there is it's it's B-Shell. Blockbuster. Yeah, I was just reading a little bit about him. I forgot about this. He uh, spent 18 months in jail for stock fraud. Oh, it, you think Backman did? Yeah, in in Israel. Wow. 
And I watched, like I said, I watched like a video. I, actually, it it was a video on psych, psychopathy or sociopathy. Yeah. And he was one of the the people talking about it. Yeah, he's a super smart guy. But I got a real big kick out of that the dynamics between him and his wife. She seems to know how to like work with it and kind of roll with it. Yeah. But he definitely doesn't like children. <laughs> he doesn't. They were running around, and he was, you know, saying, you know, why are there children? There's no need for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Something along those lines. No need for the children. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like they don't like pets either. They don't like anything that can detract from the attention of them. Nothing. It's because they want you focused on it twenty four seven and them twenty four seven. The technology and them. Do you think they're programmed? Do you think the whole narc uh, personality type was just this brilliant thing that they came up with to pipe, uh, you know, to distract everyone? It could be, but I think it's a state of mind. <clears throat> Part of it could be, yeah, but they're, um, when you look at a lot of the narcissistic backgrounds, it's it sort of, there's enough consistency that it kind of speaks to it occurring more naturally without, you know, without someone being... You know, having a ch- like a channel and all this information just flooding into them. I'm just baffled at how they could have like no personality, have no identity. That's kind of the, the, they're a mass of uh, defense mechanisms, and still they can function in everyday life. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, doesn't that apply more to like more to like full blown psychopathy? <laughs> You know, I mean, Lizzie, almost every serial killer had a job. Yeah, yeah. My next-door neighbor, you know, who is definitely, he loves the gang-stalking thing. I mean, he just absolutely um, loves it. But one of the first things I realized with him, I got the sense that he was, like, taking whole sentences from other people and sort of patchworking his his personality together. You know, he'd say something like, I just, I really, um, I really love the theology of uh, Pope Benedict and, and, and go on for about a paragraph. And I was like, that's not an original thought. You got that from someone else. Yeah. You don't dare scratch beneath the surface because there's nothing there. Well, he, I mean, mine, my narc actually wears my clothes, if you can believe that. How crazy is that? That's kind of hot, though. That's kind of hot in a way, though. (laughs) That's out there. Uh, I mean, not like in a cross-dresser way, but like, I guess like a foreplay, you know, or something like that. 
Well, just I mean, like leggings. You know, my my leggings are way too they're way too tight. I don't know. He's and like he said when he when he walks around, <laughs> it, it, it makes him feel warmer or something. But he, um, I don't know. Well, it, yeah, it actually makes sense if if you think of it as like a part part of it's a a huge um, territorial issue. Oh, he's crossing my boundaries, right? He's actually wearing my clothes. Okay. That is funny, Candy. Yeah, he's he's um you know like some of the theories it was like borderline personality is that the the person doesn't um begin to what's it, what's the for individuate during that key period when they're a child they don't begin to separate from their mother. Um, and there you know this is theory, and then with which. Um, causes them to sort of have territorial issues with the people in their lives and encroach on them. Boy, I would really love to understand exactly how that works. That that development is so fascinating. Huh. So it, it works with animals. Animals are given enough love uh, and they're trained to go hunt and, and then they're kind of kicked out of the nest. That's normal. So the same thing would happen with them if they didn't get what they needed, right? Yeah, I guess so. And they the brain is the brain development. Uh, there's a part of the brain that that is is our individual self, and it's a combination of of you know the things around us and. Oh, I want to understand that. And if you don't get that, then you're just blank. You're you're truly sort of tabula rasa for the rest of your life. And uh, you know, some things might stick for a while, but uh, for him, it doesn't seem you know permanent. He's he's always trying to he's adding. He's using other people's phrases. All the, exactly what you said all the time. It's nonstop. My phrases, other people at work, people at previous jobs, his mother. I can tell when he's slipping into his mother's personality. Wow. Or at least her, I'll say her affect, you know. I don't know. I, I, it's weird, and I don't know what I, I should, you know, uh, limit exposure and the time frame. I know that that's what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense and move toward possibly no contact, and if, right. if that's possible. Yeah, I'm sure you've read, you know, just the whole concept of narcissistic supply. Totally. Yeah. No one, no one person is ever enough, and. The minute it's it's kind of the Groucho Marx joke. Uh, I never I never belonged to a club that would have them as a member. Right, and yeah. I, there was an analogy that was really powerful yesterday that I saw a, a diesel truck needing you know that amount of fuel, and yeah. you're, you're the pump, you're the gas pump. You know you're going to run out. Where's your supply going to come from that you could and you can't fill that diesel? Yeah. <laughs> seen that diagram or a diagram like that that rings a bell. 
you know, and you'd think that uh, being able to, uh, you know, cognitively understand it would, would be, but there's probably, you know, there are emotional components. You can only separate yourself so much. Even therapists can't. They have a hard time separating, and they have to get therapy to, to deal with it. Yeah, I think anybody doing therapy should be in ongoing therapy to try to just deal with all the incoming and yeah my i had a i had a friend things got intimate with and she she was like wearing my one of maybe like two or three pairs of nice wool socks that i have instead of her like 30 to 40 and then she, she'd always play, um, she always played dumb, like she didn't realize what she was doing. Oh, are these yours? I, you know, I, I just didn't know. And, <laughs> exactly. and the other thing was, she didn't like if I washed my clothes without all these dog stuff, that that dog rescue. And um, so I had to, I had to put my clothes in with all the dog stuff, which reeked like, you know, like bad dog reek. And uh, it would make my clothes just smell bad. Um, And that also seemed to be somewhat like kind of a territorial issue, like infecting me with like the smells I don't like and would get really enraged if I I did my own like laundry, you know, yeah. Patrick, I think you had you one that was a little kinky. <laughs> yeah, I think she liked your stuff, man. Well, she, yeah, well, <laughs> I, started, I started planning to get as far away from her as I could when she slipped me a Mickey one night. Um, <laughs> 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 I, and I hit I hit the dog gate, you know, which is really a baby gate. Sure enough. In the middle of the night, and I fell flat on my knees, and then my face, and 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 I didn't put my arms out to break the fall. Um. So so, but I have that memory of landing on my nose, and if I hadn't broken my nose many times in the past, it would have been a broken nose. Um. But yeah, she's a medical provider and with a license to be able to keep some things at home, oh so including metazolam. Uh, Frightening. Yeah, and then other things that I've 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 warned people about because I realized other things that she experimented on me with. Um, wow. After the day that I was Mickey, I got the keys to the medicine cabinet and I wrote down every medication that I wasn't familiar with and it took a few years to to figure a lot out. Um, But then I had this epiphany when I was reading about a particular drug side effects. I was like, oh my God, that's it. So, what was her MO? What did what was she trying to accomplish? Um, 
control, I think. I think, I mean, to be to be fair and objective, she, I think she had a really, really awful childhood and awful father. And, um, I'm not on the telephone. I'm on the microphone on the computer. <laughs> In her case, though, I think she was worried that my feelings toward her weren't genuine. So, in her mind, it was fine to slip, you know, to slip me a Mickey. And I, I don't know if I was like maybe sitting in a chair tied with duct tape or something that night, and you know, if she was interrogating me or or, or what happened. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see that, Patrick. I'd like to put that on YouTube. It'd probably go viral, you know? Well, it, it, it's one of those things, like, in my life that, I, and I think a lot of TIs probably have similar things that, hello? Oh, yeah. It's not, not like it. Um, it's one of those nights that I, I would love to know what actually happened. But um Yeah, I hear you. Getting date raped by a female, it's usually the other way around, huh? Yeah, I, I, I Yeah, in my yeah, it's the other yeah. way around. Exactly. exactly. My clothes were all on. That was something I thought about, you know, <laughs> when I woke up. I woke up with a bunch of blood crusted underneath my nose and Damn. With my pants still on and Damn, dude. Yeah, just put that lunch you're right, you're gonna have to bag the lunch, right? Were you talking oh were, were you talking to it like your child doing mom stuff? I'm asking because I didn't know if you if I missed what you were saying. That's me. <laughs> you actually you had a narc girlfriend at one time, huh? And she was in the medical profession. And she actually had drugs. Frightening. Yeah, yeah, I, I've. I've usually spoken around the whole thing, but it's more direct than I've ever been. But yeah, that 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 was it. <laughs> oh man! Well, you, at you, one point, put it this way: at one point, I I drove across a, a, a wide state in a taxi. It cost like about a hundred and seventy dollars <laughs> to get get somewhere just to rent a car. And um, like that movie with Julia Roberts, I don't think she was doing all the clothes stuff because that's continued even after I got away from her. But my clothes were all being destroyed, the home vandalized, all that stuff. Um, So she was part of the um, the larger gaslighting.
Well, do you think she was a completely unwitting perp, or did she know what she was? Um, I think she, she, you know, like, like maybe eighty, ninety percent did know. Um, did she know the were, program? Did she know she was part of the program? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, did she, do you think she wanted to be locked up, or what, what, what was, how could she have gained anything from it? Maybe to break me down, to make me more dependent. Oh, yeah. for, you know, for instance, the after she... Bad stuff happens in my childhood so bad that they never want to be uh, victimized again, and the only way they know to avoid that is to beat the other person down. Right, yeah, that makes sense. They need some, really, they need some serious support groups, just like they have with, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Al-Anon, Adult Children of Alcoholics. They need that desperately for uh, narcotic, what would you call narcissistic personality disorder anonymous. Yeah. There needs to be that. You know, that's something that I could do, even in my situation. That yeah. I could try to start a support group. Good idea, actually. Boy, would would that make him mad? That wouldn't be good at all. But does he realize that you know that he's nar- narcissistic? Yeah, he does. He- okay. And before he came here from from Atlanta, he 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 said he was all about it. Yep, yep, yep. I see all these characteristics. I'm going to work on it. But once he got here, and once the ring was on the finger, he's like, no, I I don't think I have that. Wow. Yeah, I just can't stand. I begin to really resent people if I um, if I have to strategize with a like with a relationship or a friendship it's just I and I realized after dealing with her later in my life that the reason I didn't have to deal with that a whole lot is I essentially would just run people out if if they played games with me that's the same way I am man people you know I'm fine until somebody crosses me undermines me you know the thing about it is i don't like people that toy with my emotion and play games and try to play reverse psychology and all of that no i don't have the i don't have the energy for it and so me either but me too i'm the same way yeah i ask people i don't like to do stuff like that play games and i'm very direct i don't like to play games yeah, they're charged by a lot of it in the game playing, so it's um hey, he he seems to only be charged by manipulating me and believing that he's conning me and to you know, thinking that he can actually love me because he can't love anyone, I know that. Not even his children, his mother, himself, no one. It's nothing personal. I try to detach. So he's happy if I him seeming to him to be conned, that he's okay there, and he's okay if 
if he's really gotten hit hard somewhere else and his self-esteem is, he's had, he, you know, what they call narc damage, what do they call it? Uh, injury. Someone has severely injured him, his very delicate psyche, and his very delicate ego, fragile, uh, then he will sometimes, uh, not so much anymore, you know, take it out on me, you know, on the phone or it'll, it'll happen. He's not getting his needs met. But he's learned, yeah, honestly, I'm not going to put up with it. You know, you're not going to take me down. If it continues, I'll be gone. And you're going to yeah. have to find someone to take it out on. So he's not as bad. But he will, you know, kind of go up to his room. I mean, we have completely separate quarters. And uh, if he thinks I'm upset, he's happy. If I'm upset, he's happy. That is a knee-jerk kind of thing. Yeah, and so he'll, try, up. he'll try to do it. He does try to do it. You know, he'll try to come up with little ways, innocuous ways. And luckily, very little really bothers me, but I'm so isolated. You know, I'm here and I'm not getting out very often that uh, he has more of an effect on me than he would otherwise. But, you know, I can handle it for now. I'm not going down right away. I'm not being productive the way I would normally be. But, uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still okay. I'm still ahead, I think. Yeah, it sounds like a despoiled relation. You need to get the hell out of that, Candy. I I will. I mean, there's a time frame. I need for this prenuptial agreement to be solidified. Uh, you, you can't. You, you'd never be able to really ask a mediator, an arbitrator, to enforce a prenup that uh, was less than a year. You need really at least a year. Uh, yeah, you got. I've I've learned I've I've learned to be more diplomatic. Uh, people like him demand require you speak to them in a certain way, and to be you know much more cautious and, and thinking, thoughtful, uh, analytical in interpersonal relationships. And I was fairly I was, I was I was like that to a great extent, but but not nearly as much as I should have been. And I, frankly, I think I had some narcissist in me, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to eradicate that and be more sensitive to other people. So it's not an entire lose. Oh, analytical, good word, my girl. Analytical thinking, indeed. That's something I'm very interested. In. I did a lot of research into that, actually. <clears throat> yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, you. You'll probably really like Sam back then. Yeah. But Most, I, you, I think you do need to be strategic with him. That's, and that just drives me crazy. I, it's kind of, I've gone, I've gone a little no contact right in this dwelling. I mean, having separate dwelling spaces and, you know, sort of a rule about not communicating before 6.30 at night, you know, just saying, you know, I, I really, I have a lot to get done. Right? You know, it's better if we just say, you know, you can text me, but don't call me until after 6.30. I've kind of gone semi-no-contact, limited contact. I prepare myself greatly. I prepare myself before there's, you know, dialogue and, uh, you know, being in the same room together. They do take up all the space in the room. That is true. Mike. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I told my dad that's what I I thought of him a few years ago, and that was a huge mistake. 
He didn't like hearing that, huh? No, no. I mean, the injury, the you know, the injury was profound, and I don't think he would actually care if if I died a very slow and painful death. Who, Patrick? My own dad. Who? Oh, my dad. Oh, that, that's awful. Yeah, that's not good. Well, so are you an, would you say you're an empath? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, an empath is theoretically, you know, and, and we're not perfect, but we're people who uh, probably did not get as much as we needed uh, as children in one way or another. I don't know. I've got a lot of attention, so I, I don't know how I would end up as an empath, but uh, more sensing. I was late in the family. My next oldest sister was 10 years older, so I didn't have the siblings. Maybe that's really what it was. It was more of a, you know, kids my age kind of thing. I had my friends, but I didn't have anybody in the same household. Uh, so that might have left a little bit of a gap. Uh, and my parents were way older, so... Maybe it's because people thought you were good-looking is the reason why you got so much attention, huh? Good-looking, are you? I mean, I'm talking about childhood, like six years old, five years old, when it really counts, you know, zero to seven when you're developing your personality. Uh, I just didn't have the siblings. That's what probably kind of made me more... You, you're sensing, empaths are theoretically more sensing, uh, can feel other people's feelings, read their feelings, not like a... Uh, you know, a, what do they call them, you know, not a psychic, but, I mean, you just, you somehow feel and you, you see and you you know what a, another person needs. You, somehow, I can't describe how you know it, but you just somehow do. And the narcs love that. They, they it's, you know, that's mother's milk to them. This is exactly uh, what they want. Yeah. Nothing's any better. The problem is they'll drain you. They'll they'll drain you, and and you know where are you going to get your supply? You know you've got to mm-hmm. find more supply. And they're also not grateful, and they don't remember it. So I've tried to get him to write down. You know I got it like a, a book, and I was like, okay, can, can we please write memories? Since you have a hard time, you know you'll say that everything's terrible. They're like kids. They they you know. Or, you know, what have you done for me lately? They don't remember anything. They don't count anything. Nothing matters because they deserve everything. It's, it's already, they're entitled. That's the, the proper term. Right. So, But he just, he won't even take the time to, you know, he can't be bothered. You know, he'll give me a sentence, you know. No matter how great something is, you know, one or two sentences, he's... Just I they they like to be withholding. They don't want to give anyone anything, even if they can. They prefer not to, unless it makes them look good. If it's you know I'm supporting this person, I'm providing them this. I provide. He likes to brag about that. Makes him feel good. That kind of thing. But it's been a learning experience. That's for sure. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do we all do? Do all people break down into either, you know, more narcs and empaths, like one or the other? Hmm. I'm not well, sure. Was that Alex? Said I'm not sure or Patrick? 
You guys kind of sound alike, Patrick. I've noticed that. No, I was agreed by. Is that more narc than than hey. empath? I thought she'd went to bed for the night. <laughs> I was asking. Oh, I was. I, I just, yeah, I, my dreams weren't that color. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I'm just, anyway. Uh. <clears throat> Until all this stuff started getting really insane, I was able to just kind of get away from people that seemed to be, you know, Seem, seem to have the need to be playing games in relationships. Um, I think they sent him my way thinking it would be an easier means to take me down if they had somebody right under the same roof. Yeah. You guys better get you something to drink. We got a long show ahead of us here. <laughs> yeah, and they say that a lot of, uh, I don't know that it's true, but that narcs can drive a whole lot of empaths to, uh, you know, to land their own lives. I wouldn't do it. No. I knew a woman once and almost got involved, but then just saw too many red flags. And then a few weeks later, I saw her with, like, her new boyfriend. And uh, it was about a year ago that he committed suicide. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was a real nice guy, you know, and I met him at, you know, at, at a farmer's market. So it was a nice scene, and she she said to me, it's sort of, sort of, sort of passive-aggressive stuff that just always blows my mind. I say, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, how you doing? And she's like, oh, your skin looks so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, you know, there, there was no previous discussion about my skin. <laughs> so I sat down next to this guy and I wanted to just say, fucking run, don't do it. <laughs> she came up to me. I was talking to my uh, ex-wife's best friend in an empty bar. Um, my friends managed it so I could pop in early on a Saturday or a Sunday. But anyways, I'm talking to my wife's basically her best friend and this woman who I never had anything you know intimate to do with came up from behind me and hugged me and then said, "Oh, I just can't take it. I miss you so much." <laughs> A stranger or that woman, same woman. Yeah, the same woman. But okay. but, but but talk about like sabotage and, and, and just deception and just games, you know? Right. And I'm and I'm saying, Why did you just do that? And my wife's best friend is like, Okay, I'll see you guys later and um <laughs> I, I, I'm you know, that's that's 
you know, she's my ex-wife, so if, you know, there's no reason for me to sort of um, exaggerate that. So, yeah. yeah, it was strange. It was definitely strange. Well, that triangulating, uh, you know, like the film Single White Female? <clears throat> I don't know if anybody saw that years and years ago. I didn't see that, but, yeah, I, yeah, the triangulating. Exactly. I'm not trying to be, uh, I just want, uh, I guess I shouldn't say that, mixed company. I just, they want to be too close. They want, why yeah. do they want to drag a third person in the situation? I think they want to get two people fighting over you. In, in their mind, the perfect world would be to have two people fighting over them. Yeah, yeah, fighting over and fighting because, like when I worked in, in um, one particular um, group home, you know, you call them residential center, but, you know, essentially a group home, there was a woman with borderline personality disorder, and, and when I would come in to work, you know, there were 12 residents. And if everyone was really, really having an awful time and fighting and stuff like that, I would go track her down somewhere, and she would just be, like, happy as can be. <laughs> and she would have basically, because in this case she was more intelligent than, than any, you know, uh, considerably more intelligent than a lot of the other residents, um, that she was able to <laughs> just really... Hello? Oh, it, it went. It went dead. She was able to just stir things up. Yeah. Really well, I, I, I'm not sure what Candy meant by having two people fighting. Is that supposedly uh, symptoms of something like to do with narcissism? Narcissism. They tried. They tried to do that. In fact, I think that's why he came here. <clears throat> I think he was not getting the attention from his three daughters and his mother that he wanted. Uh, nor anyone else, and he got a reaction out of his daughter. So like, oh, gosh, you shouldn't think about getting married. And his mom was like, no, you can't invite her to, you know, Jonathan's wedding. Um, and I've known him from 20 years prior, a lot of golfing together, but nothing much other than that. And he lived in this town. And they he got such a reaction out of them. I think that is the very thing that fueled him to, you know, interview here, get a job here, move here, want to marry me. Well, I mean, in a, in a way, though, it is, you know, if I, to have two girls fighting over you, that's every guy's dream. I mean, it's kind of a turn-on. It really is. It's basic. It's psychology. It's it's inevitable. Was it a little sick of its family members, though? Oh, yeah, with family, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you never know. <sighs> Yeah, I had a birthday party with with my mom and dad on my on my fiftieth. Yeah, I'm fifty one now, and um, my mom brought over a cake and um, and then she brought over some other food like chili or something like that, and I hadn't eaten yet, so I simply asked, oh, can, can I, you know, have some chili before the cake? And my dad, like, almost 
just collapsed onto the ground because, because he, he was so miserable that it was um, an occasion for me. And he, he, he could not sit still. So I had a birthday party that was essentially about 15, or not 15, but like 30 minutes long. The whole time, him squirming like a like a child, you know. With, um, so you had said they they don't like you being happy. That drives them crazy, and that's kind of consistent with that. Well, you know, that's even more reason that that we should laugh on these calls and stuff, and not just be all about doom and gloom, stalking, murder and torture, harassment. You know, because the perps, I think the biggest majority of these guys, they like it to keep people down, you know. And, um, they yeah, and the, the program's perfect for them, and it really... Yeah. You'd be right. You know, if it's not too personal, was your dad like that when you were growing up? Yeah. But I, I, um, while I was growing up, I, I thought that I, I had a lot to do with it. But it wasn't until I got away for about thirty years, and and then found myself in a difficult position. So he, he hovered or hovered around me and invited me to live in the city he lived in. Um, But then things became really, really um, crystal clear for me. So when you fell on hard times, he was there, right? Well, actually, he he, he wasn't there for you know I I uh, I ended up in HUD housing in a bed bug infested building, so I was eaten alive by bed bugs for about fourteen months, and then. He finally invited me to live in a home in his state. But everything, like all the points that he sold me on, um, didn't happen, didn't occur. That you know they were they were lies, you know. And then the whole flying monkeys concept was, was really you know, started to come into play, like. I had a sister, and I was going over to her home for dinners with her five kids and getting to know them because they I, they grew up. I, I didn't see them except for maybe every four or five years, and they were cool. Um, and at these family functions, there wasn't a single instance of any sort of friction, or I did, you know I didn't disagree about anything. If they talked about things that they knew would I say they, my sister and her husband, they, you know, when they talk about stuff that they knew it would upset me or I would have a, you know, a different opinion. I, I just ignored it and stayed pleasant. And out of nowhere, my sister writes an email, you're not invited to your, you know, to my nephew's wedding because you act so unpredictable and frightening. <laughs> oh, my God, you acting frightening? Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I act uh, so so unpredictable and frightening, and that's that's 
There's no place for that at a wedding or anywhere for that matter. And I was just sort of like, where did this? I mean, there was absolutely no basis, not even you know a shred of a basis for it. It was just like, what the? Yeah. Um, but I hear that you know that 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 seems to be a common thing with a lot of targets that family pulls away in really abrupt, strange fashion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to, you know, like um, Karen Stewart had a had a video that um, she called, uh, like, what is the lie? You know, like, what is the lie that we've, you know, that people have been told about us or what what are the lies is probably more accurate. Yeah. Gary, but you do go back to sleep. Maybe you get up early. Is that from the the Hare Krishna days? (laughs) Buddhism. What's that? Buddhism. Well, no, I, 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 I think. I think he was a Hare Krishna monk. He said he used to be a monk, yeah. But I think it, think it was Hare Krishna. I, he'll have to clarify that. Well, he, he won't have to, but if he wants to. Right. You still there, Don? I do like the chanting that uh, I have a couple... Albums by this guy, this Hare Krishna chanting. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's fun. It, it, it's uh, it's uplifting. Yeah. I, I used to hang out with them at these hippie fests, but um, I could always leave, so I got the best of both worlds. I got to eat good Indian food, chant, and then I could leave. <laughs> 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 well, that's what, what um, Andy, what you had said earlier, like the was it Groucho Marx? I wouldn't want to be a member of a group that would have me. Is it something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, I can't believe that when Greg said he used to be a monk, but he is a he's like a laid back, and he's you know, it's, uh, he's real laid back and mellow to me. <laughs> you are too, Patrick. Actually. Well, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff gets, uh, well, I, I, got, I got a medical thing going on and I get really sleep deprived, but that, you know, I think, I think that's the case with a lot of us. I think it's just the perpetrators. They make up so much lies and bullshit, you know. So, they, it's just like grief says, you know. They, they've got a cover. They have a cover for everything that they're doing. But, you know, they got to cover it with something. It's either somebody having a disease or domestic violence. Oh, these are the reasons why we're doing this. No, those are not the reasons why they're doing it. 
You notice that though, Patrick? They always seem to have a cover for what they're doing. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Well. Some narrative. Yeah. As we say, uh, lies, excuses, and propaganda as to why someone's being targeted. Yeah, I mean, I know, I, I know it isn't really beneficial or good for me to do, but, you know, I still think a lot about, like, what was it? Was it one thing or... You know, the, the the ACLU report, one of the reports that did talk about, um, if it, you know, index scores for people, you know, uh, risk, not risk-based. Um, my brain's shutting down. But um, it suggested that, that, that we, we may... Um, we may get different like uh, points for different things that we've done, you know. So if you've been in activism or you, you, uh, a threat analysis um, based on intelligence and data mining of our lives. Um, That's interesting, right there. That's an interesting topic. Yeah. For sure, threat assessment centers and uh, disobeying a police officer is a really bad one. Yeah. I mean, just the charge. You don't have to be found guilty. The charge in and of itself changes your category. I'm sure of it, personally. Yeah, totally. Well, you know, there's um, the FBI's master criminal database. So this this is... You know, of course, this isn't their. Wa- you know, it's not a watch list or anything like that. But their master criminal database has mm-hmm. has seventy seven point seven million Americans, which is nearly one out of three. Wow. You know, so it's based on previous arrests, previous charges, even if the person was found innocent, um, and, and that's. That's a huge list. Um, yeah, it is. That's a lot of people, too. Yeah, and I think, I, I mean, I, I, I think that speaks to the, the reality that not only are we not the land of the free, I mean, we we <laughs> we really are, you know, a, a, a police state. Um, but, but if you have some money, you, you know, you, a lot of people are sort of insulated from a lot of the realities because they because of money. Um, just kind of thinking out loud, but. Because of the goddamn Federal Reserve, really. Forgive my language, but 
God, I hate them people, man. Yeah, they're not even. They're they're not. First of all, it's not federal. It's a private bank. You know. Yeah, completely. If it, if there had never been a Federal Reserve, there would probably never have been a rich and a poor in this country. The Federal Reserve, it, well, not so much. Well, yeah, money, yeah, money. Uh, that's what makes the rich and the poor is the damn evil dollar. Yeah, I I, I think uh, there might not be such a huge disparity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, yeah. And I agree. Oh, but I did recently find that um, on one of the ACLU reports, that, that list of behaviors that might get you watch-listed that a lot of people talk about, you know, includes taking measurements, using binoculars, taking <laughs> pictures or video footage, quote, with no apparent aesthetic value. So, yeah. of course, like, someone else gets to decide what is your aesthetic value. Uh, yeah. Abandoning a vehicle, yeah, you might be, you might park somewhere to, to go to the mall, um, drawing diagrams, <laughs> taking notes, and espousing extremist views. Uh, and um, so I've heard that list before, but I, I just finally found out that it that came from the LAPD uh, from like 2008. Um, it's the higher-ups that's manipulating the LAPD and to put out silly Mickey Mouse bullshit like that. That that's Mickey Mouse, you know. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. It's 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 sort of created in a way that anyone at any point in time can be targeted. Uh, yeah, someone I think it was the uh, Romola D was talking about someone, you know, some targeted a woman who was a TI, and. uh the feds had asked some of her neighbors if they saw her coming in with something that looked like a gun case. And the neighbor said, uh, like her yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, well, yeah. Um, has she been, you know, have you seen her bringing in suspicious packages? <laughs> and it was like, uh, her groceries. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was just like now, you know, I'm surprised that raising your voice in a public library isn't a crime now. Yeah. I mean it's authoritarian state, man. Is what it is, authoritarianism. I guess that's what you would call it. Everything's a crime. Hell even thinking's a crime. Thought crime. Yeah, I had, I I I, uh, I have an, ad, an an article that that that's specifically about that uh, you know making thoughts crime. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd say yeah. That, that, 
Yeah, I, I'm really surprised that raising your voice in the public library isn't a crime anymore. I, absolutely, I mean. Are you saying that it, it's not anymore like it was actually uh, a law at some point or, or like codified as law? Or Yeah, well, what I'm saying, you know, if you go into the library and you raise your voice, I mean, I'm surprised now that you, there's not cops waiting there to arrest you. Oh, right. Yeah, totally. Just these silly threat assessment, you know, and things like that. I mean, some of that stuff's necessary, but it gets a little bit ridiculous and silly. Yeah, I was, I was wondering because I've had some weird mobbing in, in libraries, but... Um, Misery. Not misery. Candy. Candy misery. That would be a good name for a band, actually. Yeah. I know of a song by a really good band called Candy, but it it uh the name of the band people always think of you know it's called Mor- they're they're called uh, Morphine. Oh yeah, yeah, the song oh Blur. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, Morphine. Yeah, I remember that. Wasn't that wasn't that a band that used to be with uh, some of the members used to be with Blur? You know, they did that song too. No, and all that. Oh yeah, no, no, that's not the same band. No, they were um, like uh, Boston, Cambridge, Massachusetts. There's a guy, the three three people in the band. A guy that played a two-string bass. Then there's a saxophonist who could play two saxophones at once, which all sorts of saxophonists can do. But what, what was incredible was he could play two different saxophones at, with different parts, and it sounded really good. You know, yeah. the albums that I had heard, I just assumed they were, um, that he had taped, you know, recorded two different parts of the saxophone, but to see them live and realize that he could play that, but um, hard to categorize. But they have a song called Candy. Candy? Says she wants me with her down in Candyland. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah, yeah. There's a band called Orgy. You probably heard of them. They're industrial. They 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 did one of their records. It was called Candy Ass. Thought that. Uh, pretty... no, I, I I never had heard of them. Oh yeah, man. They you like you talk. We was talking about David Bowie earlier. You know the song Blue Monday by David Bowie. I don't. It's like, too- how does it feel to treat me like you do? Yeah, they they did a damn good cover of that. Orgy did. It's really heavy and pumped up. It's, it's great. It's better than Bowie's version of it. It surpassed it. Yeah, I, I um, I stopped listening. No, you know, not. I, I I didn't pay a lot of attention to Bowie after the. 80s and China Girl. I thought everything was sort of going downhill, but I'm sure I missed some good stuff that I would have liked. Um, 
the lead singer for for morphine though he 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 died like a perfect death because he, he he collapsed on stage and you know i think from um cardiac arrest or something like that but uh oh yeah uh, they were they were one they were they were one of like the uh i mean uh, i don't know if there's a better word than cool or 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 hip sounds um just that doesn't quite describe them either but they were like really cool and hip and i i saw them in uh winston salem you know yeah and they played for 70 minutes straight and then they left they were like they just completely left North Carolina like immediately, and I got used to long con- concerts because of dead shows and concerts like that. So I thought it was just intermission. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, weren't they so like good. a '90s band? Uh, morphine. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, yep. Yeah, same ones I'm thinking about. Yeah, like a really, really, really jazzy, but you know, bluesy too. Uh, and neat. But they were playing somewhere in Europe, and the guy just died. Uh, yeah, I didn't keep up enough with him to, uh, I probably wasn't even aware when he passed away. No, I, I, I didn't realize it, you know, until like maybe a while, half a year, a year, I right. read it. Oh, actually, you know, what I read it in was like a list of musicians who died young, and I was still thinking he was alive, so it wasn't like I read the news, like, uh, Mark, I think his last name was, like, Sandman or something, you know, wasn't news that I read around his death that was later on, and I was like, wait a minute, he's dead? I, you know, I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, you usually don't until the last minute. At least it's like that with me, usually. But that's the way to go. Doing something that you love and it's not long and drawn out. Yeah, I agree. Just collapse. <laughs> if you gotta go, go with a smile. Yeah. Like Jack Nicholson said in the Joker and the Batman when he's hanging off that rope in the helicopter. You gotta go, go with a smile. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, Nicholson's yeah, that's what I, I um I have like I said, I you know, I I got some gangsters in, in the complex here, you know. And um they'll they'll go by really slowly like they're gonna do a drive by in their their older model Mercedes <laughs> don't have license plates on and um the rap they're listening to is like this new rap that's like kinda merging like 
that that tinny voice and a little bit it's just awful and it's not at all ominous or scary sounding like some some like some really good rap is like you know it can scare you and uh i I was thinking that if they did mow me down i would i would be laughing as the bullets hit me (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like the rap music of the 90s is nothing compared to it. Like it was gangster rap, straight up gangster rap back in the 90s. The Tupac and Biggie Smalls and all of that. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna do a drive bake, you know, could you could you at least be respectful enough and play something scary sounding? <laughs> yeah, um, murder was the case that they gave me. Yeah, or some natural born killers. Oh yeah. I had a friend who liked them. That song's actually scary, scary sounding. At Natural Born Killers, at Snoop Dogg, and uh, Ice Cube, and all that. Yeah, I grew to like Snoop, and um, over time. I just never got into rap music. I mean, I, there's so many like wannabes, you know, that they can't be content. They can't admit that they're white, so they they want to try to get all trendy and go with the gangster rap and try to be black and all this. It's just, it's fake to me. Well, I it's think one- it's become increasingly more and more formulaic. That the, the stuff that gets sold. Um, yeah. I did go looking for, you know, like modern contemporary rap not too long ago. I did find a lot of stuff that I liked, you know, that that wasn't um talking that, about smoking crack and raping white ladies and all that shit. I don't right, know. Well, yeah, yeah, no, this uh, this one, you know, wasn't lyrics like that, but uh, good lyrics, but also just kind of scary sounding. Oh. Yeah, I, I I did like rap, but I didn't really follow it too carefully because I just like so many different other types of music too. But when rappers like uh, when the Sugar Hill Gang came out with Rappers Delight, you know, to the hip hop, yeah. the hippie to the hippie, you know that one. <laughs> yeah. My name is Wonder Mike, and I'd like to say hello. Um, <laughs> yeah. When that came out, I, I I had I had you know the vinyl of it, seemingly within a few days of well within a few days of hearing it first. It may have been released for a long time, but I had the whole song, you know, the twenty minute version memorized. Um, yeah, I'll be right back, man. I'm gonna I gotta go get something. But um, yeah, I might hit the hay soon. So if I'm not here, I don't know if uh, Don or Candy fell asleep or took off. Oh, oh, what'd you say? You... Oh, I, I was just saying I I might crash. Oh, uh, okay. Um, unless unless uh, uh, 
Andy. Grieve or Andy were still around. Yeah, are you there, Candy, Grieve? Let me see. Hold on a second. I'm going to blow in the microphone so I wake him up. <laughs> Did you hear that, Candy? She's around. She's probably just walked to another room for a minute. I got a medical appointment later this afternoon. I I had hoped to, to sleep, but I probably I may not be able to sleep. So it's good the call's been happening. You better get, you better have them take a look at that head, man. That that doesn't sound good at all. Brains, brain swelling up like that. No, it's 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 really bizarre too because with my medical condition, I get a lot of extra tests and regular MRIs of my spine and all sorts of x-rays of different joints and so in other words I get extremely comprehensive medical care but they they really really no one wants to write you know the prescription or the order for a brain MRI um, I, I, I've wondered if there you know I joked about it many years ago that I might have an implant in my head but I wonder if it's like metallic based. If a if an MRI would just cause the head to blow up. Uh, I I don't see how that would be possible. But I mean, uh, well, no, I mean it 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 sounds crazy. But I wonder why it's been so difficult. Why doctors won't order an MRI of the brain, given all the 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 trauma to the head. Um, but what but. One of the things I got was a. It, it looks when I shaved my head, it looks like someone hit me with a hatchet. <laughs> at the, it, it starts at the base of my hairline, top of the forehead, and then goes to the like the middle of my head. But it had penetrated my cranium. Hey, so, hey I've actually got one of those in the top of my head it's like an indention in the top of my skull that goes like almost well uh, uh, a little bit back through there on top of my head it's like an indention like a little crater like a but it's in a vertical shape though uh, has it always been there or yeah, as far as I know you know I mean who knows what could have been done to us at birth you know and Yeah, is that is yours like that though? Is it like a vertical, like indention? Uh, I guess you would call it not. Or well, part of it's a little raised, like where the hairline is. It almost looks like a lobotomy score, uh, not score, but scar. Um, <laughs> as you as you follow the scar toward the middle of the head, it it it, it gets lower, and there's a little bit of an indent, indentation. Um, yeah, that mine's actually it's not raised, it's like in. It's in you know, it goes in instead of going out. It's very strange. I, it's almost like my skull's been cracked open. Uh it's very weird. I probably asked you this before, um, but 
did do you have military parents or close family members? No, not really. I mean, gra uh, grandmother's husband was a meat cooker in the Air Force, so, but he, uh, uh, a butcher. But as far as being military intelligence or anything like that, no. Uh -uh. <clears throat> but I do see the common tie between that and targeting. I've seen it in a lot of people over the years. People that's been in their family, it's been in military intel and stuff like that. Yeah. Air Force like, intelligence, yep. Like they have to do it. No, I mean, it's the, the correlation is it's just so strong. Uh, you know, it's for people that live near military facilities, even so. Yeah, completely. My my younger brother was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he definitely had a psychotic break. I don't know if schizophrenia was the right diagnosis. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Um, and he may have been an experiment in an experiment because, and his worst time ever was in uh, Fayetteville, with you know North Carolina, with Fort Bragg, Pope Air Force Base. Um, yeah, exactly. What you, you? What did you say you were from originally? Because you, you to me, you sound like you're from California. Um, I moved. I, I was born in uh, Catskill, New York, which is oh. Um, and then yes, yeah, so I moved a couple places in in New York, a couple places in Massachusetts, and then. Fifth grade through high school in uh, Washington D.C. Well, so, where did you pick up that Cali brogue at? You sound like a, I, I'm not like a, a surfer. Alex sounds like a surfer, you know, laid back surfer. Yeah, he does. Don't he? He's a uh, bro, you know. <laughs> but yeah, where did you pick up that Cali brogue at? To me, it sounds very Californian. I don't know. Um, Definitely not in New York. You don't sound like you're from New York. I can spot a New York brogue a mile away. Yeah, completely. Well, when I moved to Maryland from Massachusetts, I had a bit of a Massachusetts thing. But the, the Mid-Atlantic, you, you get you get a bunch of of it all because you know the the, the families, the rural families that you know, established themselves in Maryland and the Mid-Atlantic, they have you know they have Southern accents but then you have people you know from all over the place so i think it's all sort of canceled out um but i yeah. did do i i yeah I, and i they already know and i know that they know that i know so it, <laughs> so it doesn't matter but I, I did a lot of sort of cosmic traveling so maybe that's affected my voice <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a nice accent. It really is. <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome, man. Yeah, another one's got a nice accent. It's uh, uh, Candy. You got both of you guys' voices. They're like captivating. They're like they're hypnotic almost. Especially yours, Patty. You got a hypnotizing voice. You really do. You and Neil both do. I think Neil's got a voice like that. 
I think you could actually hypnotize people by speaking to them. Well, I never. Yeah, I, I, I've always thought that I sound pretty strange when I listen to it. You know, recorded voice. No. I, like I said before, Frank and Mike, they both have uh, like perfect voices for moderating. Oh, you mean like uh, Mikey Mason? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I agree. You and you got the southern thing, but I it's I connect it with with the mountains too. If I had even if you hadn't said um, you were somewhat close to them, yeah. Um, and I can't uh, I can't put my finger on it or describe all you know. But I, especially when I lived in North Carolina, I could pick more up on the uh, the different southern accents because they're all different as you're well aware yeah well i tell you the people had the most southern voices people from alabama and georgia yeah there's even more texas not so much texas but i'm telling you georgia man there's some thick brogues down there uh so you're not living in in north carolina anymore or what oh no yeah i'm i'm still in north carolina uh, okay have been here for uh, a little more than four years. Okay. We need to we need to hang out, hook up. Yeah, I uh, I'm limited because of the lack of the car. Yeah, so I don't drive either. I never have. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the the funny thing about it is Derek Robinson's the same way. He don't drive either. <laughs> we both wow. run, and we both run groups, so you know it's kind of strange that the directors of both organizations don't drive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I can still drive, but I got stuff going on with my neck that uh, could flare up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I can drive. I can't drive a uh, a stick shift, but I drive automatic, of course. I've never learned how to drive a stick shift. Wow, that's pretty, that, that's pretty unique, actually. That's Wow. Yeah, hell, man, I don't even know how to play the chess or anything like that. I played a little chess when I was like in in elementary school, but I forgot how to play. I used to work at this brew pub that everyone used to seem to be playing chess, and I couldn't didn't know how to play, so I just <laughs> don't. Still don't. But it was, it was hell for me when I used to play pee wee uh, ball, uh, small. And uh, I would be, they, they, I would just go out there on the field and, and just, you know, I I was totally lost. I mean, I, I didn't know when uh, somebody threw the ball, what to do, where to throw it, or I was lost. It was awful. I just got so choked up on the field when I used to play. Yeah, sports can be pretty, like, overwhelming for kids. Exactly, yeah. Sports are violent, especially football. Very violent. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I got lucky with all that because um, 
I played on a baseball team when I was a kid, and one of my teammates um, was so damn good that he carried the team for, you know, like three or four years, and uh, three years, you know, completely undefeated, but it had pretty much nothing to do with me, but because of this dude, he eventually went to Notre Dame to play football. Right. Saw him in a bowl game, and then he did, he played some Canadian professional football, and then I heard that he was joining the FBI. Um, Johnny Utah. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, well, I, should, I probably shouldn't say his name just in case it, things became, you know, you know, something's like completely out in the open. He became a poster boy for the Secret Service. He was on Notre Dame's like alumni magazine, like right on the cover, and it was all about how he was at times lead detail for George Senior. Um, uh, so you know, so it 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 wasn't confidential anymore so he's like one of the people you know when I say I got some I know some people that you know they're DC people like that's that's kind of what I'm referring to and that that's just a like a fact of life when you grow up outside of DC um, but he was a really really nice guy too so I think about him and I think man well you know he's doing secret service so he wouldn't be looking at something like you know, like organized stalking and stuff like that, you know, counterfeiting and protecting the the uh, president. Um, but he, even as a kid, he, he, it was striking that he was, he was such a, like a principled kid because kids, you know, including myself could be pretty mean and cruel. Um, did you say something about leaking intel? In this conversation, yeah, just recently, yeah, I think I, think I misunderstood you. Oh no, I, 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 what I was trying to say is that in in his case, because he, even though initially when he, it uh, when he switched from the FBI to Secret Service, um, it wasn't you know people who knew we weren't supposed to talk about it. But then he, but then he came, became like a poster boy for the Secret Service, and he, you know, his whole life story was told on the Notre Dame alumni magazine, and then it came out in the local paper in Massachusetts and stuff like that. Oh wow! So my point is that um, sometimes, when it comes to classified information. They'll declassify something or unclassify something, but then, like twenty years later, reclassify it again. All right. Which makes no sense because <laughs> everybody's already seen it to begin with. Why put another classification on it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to mention how you know it, it, it's you know basically entraps people because they're, they think they're reading something that's unclassified, declassified, and then years later, you know, so. One of the many ways they can 
just <laughs> put you in jail if that's if that's what they wanted to. Yeah, they just. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, look what they did to that Bradley Manning guy. I think his name was. Oh yeah, that that whole thing blows my mind. Like I'm. I'm completely open to, and I think if someone identifies as a different gender, then that's great, you know. But what blew my mind with uh, Manning, now you know, now Chelsea, was we had him in Leavenworth, and we were doing these huge temperature fluctuations. I think for a while he had to sleep nude. He didn't have like blankets and stuff like that, so we were essentially torturing him but then in the middle of that he let he, he lets people know that he actually you know identifies more um uh female the female gender and and then everyone became incredibly attentive to that and it was like in every media source and like in in 48 hours everyone was calling him Chelsea. So it, yeah. <laughs> it blew my mind that on one hand we're torturing him yeah. and then say, oh, but but uh, it is important that we call him Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I call that the, it, it was like a trans transgender tsunami that just like, yeah. Overnight, it seemed like our culture, we, like everyone, you, you had to be immediately okay with it. And I do think it's okay, but, you know, it's like one of those things, like when, when a kid is young and they have to figure out all sorts of things, you know, personality and things like that. And um, if, they're, if, if they realize that a lot of people think or, you know, identify as the opposite sex, you know, the kids, you know, it, if it's not something they naturally feel, like, you know, they've never felt okay with being uh, a male or female. Um, yeah. I guess I'm saying, it, you know, it, it can ultimately, I think, screw with some kids' heads who, who normally wouldn't um, be worried about it or, or thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. But when I did, like when I worked with uh, teenagers and young adults, I uh, I definitely didn't, I wasn't um, cognizant enough of like transgender issues at the time. Sorry, I was, I was trying to figure out what something that was being said on the TV. I've got a TV that sets right outside of me and then I've got my... The computer desktop here on the table and the monitor right here, the laptop in front of me on the desk. And got the little place to put my beer over here. So you got your, like, the office nest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I call it, the lounge. That's what I call it. I've, we, me and a buddy of mine, we used to uh, call this place that we, uh, it was under the uh these apartments and it was just like this little owning that went over it and we called it the lounge we'd go down there and smoke cigarettes and sometimes drink beer before school 
and we traveled to the lounge. So that's that's been something that's been with me since high school. Yeah, it's important to have some place that you can kind of chill out in your home. Yeah, exactly. Comfort zone. Yep. A relaxation zone. Well, I just muted North Missouri like five times, and she never uh, responded. She must be walked out of the room or something. They got bored of the of the, <laughs> the talk. Surely we're not that boring. No, not at all. So we were, we were talking the psychology stuff yeah. there for a while. Yeah. I wish she would come back. She's still on here. I just don't see no activity from her line. <laughs> Greed probably, <laughs> he's probably fell back asleep. God, there's been so many trolls in the chat tonight. Last night, it was awful last night. Would you like to call in fire? Fire within? Why don't you ever call in fire? I mean, I guess we could go to an audio or something. If, uh, maybe, I guess. It's up to you guys. Candy. Candy. Candy misery. She's left is Patrick. <laughs> She's what? She's left us. <laughs> Are you done talking, Patrick? Or just kind of waiting around to see if she comes back or what? That's cool, I mean. Yeah, I I, I guess I'll just, uh, I'll leave the call on. See, it's 4.22, and so that's about, what, 30, 40 minutes left until the call closes. So I'll just leave it on.
Was that you, Grieb? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What'd you do? Go back to sleep? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. You know, it, it's light. It's, it's, uh, the, you know, well, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to have to get, I ain't even started drinking yet, so I need to do that and get to bed. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, that's so pretty good. Yeah. 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 Are you going to go back to sleep today or what? Stay up or what? No, I got to finish some pro- get some projects started, finish others and continue uh. cleaning. You know, it's about cleaning up the poisons. It's, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's on everything. But uh, yeah, you can't because if you touch a tool or something during the day that had the stuff on it, you'll be. I mean, it, it, will it's like reigniting the whole thing. You, you know, I've gone through three, four, you know, three thousand clubs already. Wow. Anything. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I let it. Ha- I let it go for three years, and uh, you know, the, you know, it, it, it catch them. You know, I could, but it wasn't like because uh, it was cognitive dissonance. You know, you don't expect it. Hey, check that new uh, article that uh, Preston James has at Veterans Today. Uh, uh, the cabals, uh, something about the, you know, the people working for the cabal. Oh. Oh, the, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he kind of, you know, he's he's got some good articles there. And, uh, and, uh, you got a desktop or a laptop? Yeah, I have a desktop. Desktop, yeah, I don't yeah, I had an old laptop. I don't use them, but uh, yeah, this desktop. Yeah, this laptop right here has got the best microphone in it. It's in the monitor. Oh, huh. Whole yeah. thing, huh? Built in. It's built in, yeah. It's, you can hear a pin drop on this thing. If you're close up to it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, my car doesn't work in the desktop. I, it's just. Uh, not working. I I don't know. I haven't ever got it working. Yeah. No audio or video or anything. Like, uh, I mean, messenger, nothing. Can't hook it. I don't know. I'm just not an expert at this stuff. Tech stuff. Hard for me to read instructions and stuff. Right. I'm starting to get it. I've been. You know, it's almost been 20 years now, so I I'm, I should be getting it. 
See, I was trying to see if there's anybody else online right now, but it doesn't look like there is. I was going to invite them to the call. Go to bed again. I mean, I've been getting some good sleep. I, you know. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get drinky. Be right back. Okay, back. Have you a beer, Greg? Yeah, you know, when you go in and out, when when you get, in, you know, one continuous span of, of sleep, you you kind of know what, you know, your energy quotient is going to be for the day, you know, and rather than, you know, get spotty, rested. Uh, Absolutely, man. You can't deal with no sleep. That's out of question. Well, you could if... You know, your body's tuned up and, and everything's, you know, um, you know, if you're fasting and stuff and, and uh, or eating really good and working, you can, you know, you can just lay down and not sleep and still get total rest, you know, your body will. But I've had that happen or, you know, I just got more and more energy, you know, through real clean diet and, and uh you know, work and, uh, you know, just, but very rarely, you know, very rarely. It's just happened a few couple times. Yeah, I was hoping I didn't wake you up when I called you. Yeah, you know, I usually call you and tell you the calls on. I mean, there's people that never sleep, you know, I mean, for, you know, years and years, decades. Yeah, well, Luda says, I, I can't believe that she could only get, she can go on three hours of sleep a night. She says she does that, and she's like 70 years old. I don't know how she does it. Huh. She said she's something about she's got a, uh, a certain type of gene that people with that gene are, can go with very little sleep. It's very strange. I've never heard of anything like that, but I guess I guess it's true. She's a tough lady, though. Yeah. 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 
，八九十万。Well, cheers, buddy. First drink. Yeah. Well, all right then. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll be getting up, getting some coffee, and smoking too much, and not getting anything done. And oh God, not another yeah. day. God, I hear you. All this. <laughs> my bad habit. Yeah. Bad <laughs> habit. Yeah. I didn't know. I, uh, I I thought all my tobacco had been uh, tainted, and and uh, so I wrote the company, and they go, no, no. They say that those frog eyes. They say those frog eyes in the leaf. That's a sign that the tobacco is uh, ripened. You know, when you get. Oh. Yeah. So, so that really set my mind at ease, and uh, yeah, that because you don't know when 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 you everything is saturated and you don't know if somebody's coming in or more or you didn't avoid stuff because the stuff's everywhere now yeah but just a, just one thing where you grab a tool or grab something or you know that that that's got it on it and man it, it sets you back a few days you know it's you know the ear ringing just steps up and it's, it's nasty. I would like to find out exactly what that is. That's something very sophisticated. Yeah, I I think there was a gradualness. It, it, it either my body was tanking up or the the, the chemical change, you know, that was changed. Uh, I I really don't know, but um, uh, but yeah, it, it, when it's fresh, you you just. You can't see it, and and it, you get into. There's an intoxicating factor to it. Yeah, I see. We could learn all this, but you know, nobody. You know, he he could. You know, and nobody's prosecute. I haven't filed anything, so. Uh, but, I mean, there's enough here to just kill an army. You know, it's 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 something else. Wow. I mean, I've been working on, you know, getting it out, and uh, you know, it's just a slow process. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, will, it, will it eat through rubber gloves? Yeah, eventually it does. It seems to. Yeah, it. It. Oh, no. I mean, I have various types of rubber gloves. You know, I have real thin, two <laughs> mil, um, then thicker and thicker and thicker. So. Uh, but some of it, it seems to go, th- it opens up and it, it you know, um, but but it's all dry now. It's all, uh, there's nothing that's wet, really wet. It, it, you know, at best it's just sticky, you know, and so uh, the uh, the actual poison. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, but you, that's, it, it it's sticky, but. You, you you don't if your hands are moist and you grab you know grab onto something you don't know it man I mean yeah it'll just be a nightmare because your everything will burn you know your body it's, it's something I wonder if you could have that tested well you need to save some of that and so you can have it sent to a laboratory and tested yeah yeah I should but. 
I mean, it's everywhere, so I, I haven't worried about that yet. I mean, I can dig it out of the floors, the furniture, you know, I can scrape it off. Uh, right now, it's just this, you know, um, basically, I'm just blocking. I'm just making the whitewash, and, uh, you know, and I, if it, you know, if it's on real thick, I'll just, you know, put another layer on if I need to use that tool or whatever, you know, so that has it on it. So, um, you know, I'll just keep layering it. Try to have a bucket of whitewash and uh, around. Because I, you know, I got to, you know, get, you know, because the, the neighbors, one of them's building out, you know, and uh, I know he's not the one. It's just that's the payment structure. He's the one that makes the payments. I just, you know, I know who who's doing it, but using the weapons, but it all stopped. It's been stopped now. The weaponry. I haven't been hit for three, you know, months or so. You know, so. Yeah, I think they pulled back. My sister came out and uh, she saw the mess and what Derek and and apparently Derek's going after my brother now. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't. I don't get what's going on. I really don't. He's trying to sue or something, but I don't Dude, think Derek's trying to sue you. Apparently, um, you know. I mean, because you know, they're supposed. If somebody stays for a year, there's some California law. Well, yeah, but I didn't know he was poisoning me. You know, that's the thing. How, how did you find out he was trying? How'd you find out he's trying to sue you? Oh, my sister stopped by, and uh, my, uh, you know, so uh, I, I, I don't really know what's going on, but I, he needs to go to jail. That's all I know. Derek needs to be put in prison because uh, this, this kind of op, you know, and Linda, and uh, you know. You know, she he further destabilized already somebody that was already going through hell, and uh, that kind of action that that shows real malice. And you know, he was going into that room. I I I'd seen him when Linda was around. He had no business. You know, he put a couple items in that room that she would she she would stay in, and uh, or you know, and uh, so I. You know, he he created a reason that he'd be in there, but there wasn't any. You know, it was just like a drawer, or a, like a uh, a uh, you know, just something that or wasn't it. You know, a suitcase or something. But you know, but you know, it was he 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 he. I know. I mean, I can't prove. I mean, I don't really recall, but I know. He went in there later after she let you know went through her episode and uh, so uh, you know because other people sleep there so uh, you know it's just uh, you know he's controlled he's chemically controlled there's something chemical about this whole there's something real you know just about the control system as well as you know what they're using to uh, you know to hurt you know cause injury, harm, and loss to others. I would have to agree. I mean, if he, I don't know if he did or not. You know, I, but he, he would have to be controlled in some manner to do that. I don't think he would do that. 
No, you wouldn't think so. And uh, right, it, it, it's just not in. You know, it's not who, who he presents himself to others. You know, and uh, you know he has a professionalism. You know about him, but um, yeah, it's it's sad to see. You know, it, it really is. It really is. It's sad to see you guys. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Ask, you know, he he always was fairly professional as far as his. You know the way he speaks and deals with people. It's just, uh, you know, it is sad. You know that whole other side. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is because you guys are. I was like, I, I always knew that. I like heard you on Joe's calls when we weren't running the call. I would log into Joe's chat room and listen. To, I was almost on all of his calls. I'd be like moderating her call and be dialed in on the other into his call, listen to you moderate sometimes. I yeah, don't but, you know, you, if you listen to me, I had already caught on that, that uh, you know, he was misinforming because I got, you know, by then I had my meters and I was catching on to the system and and it wasn't, it wasn't exactly how they were, you know, Joe or Derek or, or any, most, you know, a few of the people on the calls had the same, Results, you know, um, thought about the system the way I, th- you know, was thinking. You know, there's a few others, but not many of us had the voice. He had the he had the audience, but never the accuracy as to what was going on. And uh, so I thought it really odd that 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 there was that divergence. And uh, you know, it was just he had the audience. So, uh, um, you know, Joe or Derek? Huh? Joe or Derek? Both, both, Joe and Derek, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, you know. You know, I, I thought I always presented it the way I, I saw it, you know, and, uh, you know, here in the, you know, and it is a learning curve, but by then I knew that medical and uh, and the neighbors and uh, these vehiculars were involved. Right. I didn't know all about the poisons, but but it turns out, you know, he's, you know, that arm. I didn't know that he would be in that arm of it. I I was familiar. I was, I knew the poisons were part of it, and uh, by then I I got thrown in the loony bin because uh, you know somebody else got involved, just like Derek. You know, he somehow he got in, but I think his. His induction was uh, long ago, you know, and uh, but they can bring, I think, you know, this whole idea about Stanley Milgram and and how how they can, you know, capture people to do things, you know, and with with a badge and uh, and like that. Yeah, bogus investigations. Yeah, exactly. They did that to the yeah right off the street. They get somebody to steal what. He actually stole a baby or almost stole a baby. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm a recovery agent. Uh, well, this person's under investigation. Would you mind helping us out? <laughs> and they've right. uh, that was a, yeah. phony fake police badge they bought online. Yeah, yeah you that know, was on major TV. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was called... Uh, didn't she push the card away with the baby? I don't know if she was about to. She was just about to. Or it was the next next, next thing they were going to do. 
that time, right? Boys, they, they, them people f- were fully duped uh, with that, weren't weren't they? Yeah, I mean, he was good. You know, they're a- 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 actors. You know, and uh, and it's hard to, you know, somebody that's a good actor. You know. Did you Did you know we we put out a, a, we we basically murdered that whole and uh, uh, bogus investigation tactic. I mean, we dropped a B on that. Did you see the piece we put out on it? We did it some justice. You know. There have been other people that exposed the bogus investigations thing in, in the community, but we put out one very intricately detailed exposure, exposure on that. Did you see it? Have you heard it? No, I, I went through Targeted Justice uh, a month or so ago, but there wasn't many links. Uh, you know, the, the buttons weren't really working. I, I think maybe I missed some of them, but uh, but I, I really like that Preston James in uh, in. in veterans today he and then ramallah's interview her recent interview with she uh by the way she she wrote up what uh gerald sosby you know gerald sosby's uh because it the uh, his audio is really horrible you know he gets real bad um you know audio he's from texas there and uh but he's exposed the fbi for like 20 years now so or more and uh how what they do and uh but uh but like i say uh preston james is is pretty amazing he he you know he's been reporting on this for you know a long time you mean about the organized stalking or what yeah the the energy weapons the whole thing poisons everything yeah uh preston james yeah preston james and Carol Sosby knows something about it, you know, and the poisons, but he doesn't emphasize as much. See, everybody's emphasizing the electronic and not the poisons, but uh, because, yeah, because if you become a target, you'll never get your stuff tested. Because Alice had the same problem, you know, Alice, uh, you know, East they probably. East Virginia, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they probably killed her husband and, uh, almost her quite a few times i believe that i believe i believe they've murdered her it's not like her to not but well hey you know what i bet it is though i bet it's because joe's i never thought about that you know what i bet that's the reason why she if she's still alive that's probably exactly the reason why she doesn't call in because joe doesn't do a call anymore she she was always on his call you rarely heard her on any of these other calls you know yeah because you know, and they were really going, you know, she had the, see, some of the, you know, she was always yeah. onto that sheriff and the, these, uh, meth, you know, chemical smells and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you know, she's a, a real smart woman. My God, if, you know, in the league, she's a legal scholar and stuff. I mean, you know, it would be too bad to lose her, but, uh. I believe she. I believe she's dead, though. I really do. I oh, yeah. It's not like her. She would. I don't know if she'd call in there. I heard her on the, <laughs> Joe's line one night when Joe was out of the room. She's on there calling us perps. Yeah, so. yeah, it. Yeah, because her her mind is real sharp. She had a sharp mind. I mean, it was 
Very, very sharp. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was listening. I was airing some funny recordings of like I used to record all the calls just in, to have victims' testimony in case anything ever happened to them. You know, it would be 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 on record. Oh, on record, yeah, or something. Yeah. So if I could provide it to law enforcement or anything, they would help cracking a case. Uh, yeah, I was we I was playing some funny recordings of uh, uh, Dwight and you. There's there was one of you where you was yeah like, I know I heard that you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> you son of a bitch I heard that that's why I'm saying that you know that prompted me to say that. Uh, you know, when I thought of, you know, because I was getting, that was when I was getting fresh doses of poison. And I was being poisoned heavily. That was when it was coming in through my food, not just through my hands. And, you know, that was, so that, that's a dose of poison. Let me tell you, I was, I was being hit. You, now you were like, Alice, Alice, you stupid, stupid, why do you always yeah, because I was being hit. Derek was was you know he got it in that you know if you check I'd like to find the time because that that's when a bunch you know the two or two others and and then they tried to get uh, 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 Manuel 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 stopped by a couple of days ago Manuel Vega he was you know he was there he know. He know, you know, he came to see the big mess here, you know, because he was here when one of the, you know, the, this whole thing with these ladies and when when Derek started getting them involved, you know, or he got so they, you know, there's witnesses as to what really went on. Did you talk to him? I mean, did you let him in or whatever? No, it was just after that when I couldn't rule him out as a suspect. No, I mean, what you said he dropped by and seen you. Did you let him in and talk to him? Yeah, 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 Manuel, yeah. Uh, is he doing all right now? Yeah, yeah, Manuel, he's really doing good. I couldn't believe it. He's real, you know, yeah, he's he's really looking good. Got his uh, uh, motorcycle uh, toned down and uh, put a new muffler on. And uh, instead of two straight pipes, he's got it like a, you know, a pipe, you know, single muffle or pipe. You know, he's got a big Harley, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, it's big. I remember him. Yeah, he would always talk to Linda Koss on the uh, Joe's Call. You know, I was thinking, you know, we've actually, we're we're actually like Joe's Call was. You know, we're the late night now. We're doing what he was doing. You know, basically the yeah. Call. Hopefully, we're not going to be homeless. So that's the problem. You know, I I don't think he is homeless, is he? Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, I don't know. Oh man, I hope not. 